Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We talked to Dave Wanstead. I'm actually, uh, the reason I'm not on Twitch, I'm at the airport. I had a little pre-Super Bowl function last night, so I'm uh, hiding out here in a corner uh, in the Admirals Club. How about the little scam the airlines have going now with these uh, special clubs? $150 a year to sit in a room, eat peanuts, drink coffee and soda, and read magazines. Excuse me, isn't this the flight? I already got four hours of this coming to me. So I decided to pass on the Twitch, you know, this little... A little bit too much commotion, you know? Understood. You know, Hargrave and Bosa need to really get after it. You yeah. know, they need to re- really get after it. Boy, I, yeah, Allegretti's such a great story. Um, uh, <laughs> loud tell the, the, tell the kid to shut up. Yeah. Oh, uh, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to move. Hold on. Hold on. Hold just, on. just level a block at that kid, coach. Really? I'm moving. Don't worry. Okay. You're the I'm best. Be, I'm better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 it's quieter now. I'm going to move down to home. Yeah. What, if it, what if that kid's sitting next to you on the plane, Dave? <laughs> I'm going into the cockpit. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you probably, probably know the pilot. Yeah, pilot would be thrilled to talk to you. <laughs> you ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? All right, I'm, I'm back in an area where nobody will bother us unless the security and they escort me out of this airport. So we're good. All right, good. <laughs> Should have um, started there. Uh, you guys are the best. You are the best, Coach. Thanks for talking to us. Have fun flying yeah. with that five-year-old. No, I won't be. Trust me. That's the last time I'll be listening to that. You can book that, okay? I've seen this on so many flights, I started to wonder, is there a reason for this? Is there, like, an actual reason why babies... So I looked it up. Turns out there's an actual reason why babies cry in airplanes, and it's because they're upset that gay people are getting married. Yeah. Like, really upset. Honey, it's the country's changing. And I don't agree with them. I think if people are in love, they should get married. But they can't, these, they can't accept that. Because they're just, you know, just being babies. One, two, three. Here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. We made it. This was an easy Super Bowl week. I feel like we haven't even gone to, like, the nether reaches of Super Bowl topics and tangential Super Bowl week stuff. It's been easy. Because the Bears have been top of mind. The game itself is interesting. Like, every day we're like, you know, maybe we should actually talk about the game today. The game's good. And today, I don't know if you saw, but Caleb Williams retweeted Devin Hester highlights from the Bears account, baby. Let's go. QB1. Sam. It's exciting stuff. 
Oh, you want to talk about the game? Well, he's I the first pick today. Caleb Williams making the first pick. There you go. Three that o'clock. would be a great job. How are you yeah. feeling, Shane? Let's get a let's get a check in. Like this is a little before before situation. Thirty one minutes until the pick segment that causes Shane more anxiety than anything else. I, I mean, I feel good. Like on paper, I'm sixty eight names deep. Oh my! God. I, I think we will have less than that because some people don't pick up. But we've got some heavy hitters. <laughs> there, wait, there's a chance we do have 68 people. Yes. If everyone answers, there will be 68 okay. guests today. Teddy, what I've do you want to do? 68 uh, confirmations. What do you want to do with the first break, the second break, and the third break? And the, the, three and the third and fourth hour. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely in a position in the industry to, you know, kill all the commercials and tell our sponsors we'll to make up go, for go pound it. sand. Number two. <laughs> Especially looking ahead at this month that we usually have. You know what? Sales should have sold the segment. I'll put it out there. We do it every year. That's they know it's segment. coming. Sales should have sold. The right. segment. It's a Tenny, big segment. Tenny, we're number two. That announcement came yesterday. That goodwill lasts at least 36 hours, and, right? And, yeah, I mean, Mitch is out of town. We, we should be fine. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be fine. Speaking Ryan, of Mitch. Speaking of Mitch. Number guys, two. Number two. And, honestly. He's number two among all uh, major market program directors. Was it major market only? Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, major market program. But, honestly. Congratulations. Honestly. Oh, congratulating himself. himself. That's a little vain. Um. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations. There you go. In, in fairness, there. we spent a decent amount of time yesterday congratulating ourselves. That's true. Or at least I did. Um, but honestly, Mitch is really number one. I don't know if you know this technicality. I do. Number Sp- one is, is about Spike, to take an on-air job. Was Spike Eskin, uh, program director at WFAN in uh-huh. New York. He took afternoons in Philly. Yeah. So Mitch is number one Mitch by is, default. Mitch is number one. Yeah, it's like when all those college football programs got, you know, uh, got, got disqualified for rules violations, That's, and then BYU won the title, if memory serves. I, yes, exactly. That's exactly right. Mitch is the BYU of program directors. I've always that, thought of him that way. Yeah. It's because God of that. He loves to soak. He loves to soak, <laughs> and he's married to, like, nine different people. So, you know, it's just kind of how he rolls. He's white. All right. Um, what? Let's uh, game. The game. Game. Ball game. Ball, game. All right. Who are you picking? Uh, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. All right. Me too. But not because of Pat Mahomes I- implicitly. I just I think this is the best coaching job that Andy Reid has done. I think they're capable of, and they will try to run the ball and grind clock and keep it away from San Francisco. And I, I think it's going to be a big Isaiah Pacheco game. Because you can't help but think Mahomes is going to throw it 35, 40 times and just try to light you up. But that's not what they've been all year, especially once they've settled into their comfort zone. So it's a big Isaiah Pacheco game. Rasheed Rice with a touchdown at some point. Kelsey will get his, but fairly low-scoring game. That Chiefs defense and Steve Spagnolo are the truth. Yeah, number two DVOA defense in the NFL. I actually do think that the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points. Uh, the Niners' defense is all name yeah. and no substance. All hat, no cattle. Since Hufanga, their safety got hurt. Like They traded for Chase Young. It's been disappointing. They invested heavily in Hargrave and Armstead in the middle of the defensive line. Been disappointing. Bose is a stud. Warner's a stud. Ward is a stud as, as a corner. But... I mean, they've gotten lit up. Aaron Jones ran all over them. Montgomery and Gibbs ran all over them. Right. The the Ravens torched them uh, at, towards the end of the regular season. I so I actually think two weeks to prepare, and we saw what happened to Kelsey when he took Week 18 off of the regular season because they had locked in their seed, and he could have played 
And if he would have played, all he needed was like nine yards to get the uh, to keep his consecutive 1,000 yard season streak going. He sat, and he's been a different player in the playoffs. I mean, you know, Buffalo had backups in, Miami had backups in, they had injuries in, on their defense. But then he had an awesome game against Baltimore with Kyle Hamilton and Queen and Roquan, like. Kelsey looks vintage recently, and now he has another week of rest. I don't think that's gotten enough play that Queen and, well, Roquan to a lesser extent, but Queen especially, and Kyle Hamilton, like that's the dream matchup for a receiving tight end, and he dominated. Yeah, Hamilton hadn't allowed a touchdown to a tight end all season. Kelsey got him on the first drive of the game, and he had, what, nine catches for 96 yards and a touchdown, yeah, I think? Yeah, we're going to talk about him later in the hour. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying, like, so – the Chiefs' offense hasn't been as good as they've been in years past, like leading into that Eagles Super Bowl, leading into the first Niners Super Bowl. and But they're playing their best football to date, mm-hmm. and the Niners' defense just feels gettable. And then on the other side, I, I'd be afraid to back Purdy. That guy, that guy played terrible against the Packers. I know they won. I know the stats looked okay. Played terrible against the Packers. And if Vildor doesn't let that ball go off his dome, mm-hmm. that's an interception and 50 yet less passing yards and one fewer touchdown. Against the Lions. Against the Lions. So I just, it feels to me like he's going to need to score points against a great defense. He's struggled against great defenses both this year and in his career. Had four interceptions when they played the Ravens. Completed less than 50% of his passes this year when they played the Browns. It's two weeks for Spagnolo to prepare for him. Yeah. McCaffrey will have a great game. The Chiefs aren't great against the run. McCaffrey, I'm sure, will have a great game. But I feel like Purdy throws an interception or two. Mahomes is, what, six straight playoff games without a pick? Yeah, he's, he's has no turnovers in this postseason and no turnover-worthy plays. Yeah. Playing incredibly clean and explosive every once in a while. So if I think that the Chiefs are going to get one or two extra possessions in the game, and they've got the better quarterback, and they have the better defense. Mm. And, I mean, Shanahan's an awesome coach, but they have the better coach. I I like the Chiefs, man. And I, I'm i going to bet them minus 9.5 and, and minus 13.5. Wow, that big. I mean, just I mean, I have a little bit on it. I, I do think that if the Niners do have to abandon the run because the Chiefs get up big, I think there's a scenario where Purdy – having to do the comeback thing against the great defense. I've, I think there's the potential that it gets ugly. All right. So unfortunately we're together on the chiefs yeah, in terms sucks. of conversation. I, like I will say this though, that like, you know, Kyle Shanahan needs to have schematically the game of his life and play calling wise, the game of his life. He's got the horses to do it. I love the way that, that Nate Tice has been referring to the best offensive lineup of the Niners as a nod to the warriors. He's called it the lineup of death when they have Kittle and Ayuk and Samuel and McCaffrey and Juszczyk all out there. Because you've got five skill guys that he can put anywhere he wants because Juszczyk is a way better receiver and route runner than you'd think for most fullbacks. So we can move all those guys anywhere around and does. He needs to... He needs to be creative. I'm looking forward to the height of his creative powers, hopefully on Sunday. That's the biggest advantage I think that San Francisco has in the game. They have by far the better skill position talent in the game. And a smart coordinator to use them all and and make it look creative and surprising. Kyle Shanahan, man, he's the offensive coordinator when they blow the Super Bowl 28-3, Falcons-Patriots. And then he's the head coach of the Niners in the first matchup against the Chiefs. 
They had a 10-point lead with seven and a half minutes left yeah. in that game. He needs and, some redemption. And, and, yeah. and they lost. Arguably for legacy, it's more for it means more to him than anybody else. And you know, uh, you know his big problem, right? You know, the reason that they've they've blown it those times is because he goes in later than other coaches. We saw the pictures in the Peter King story oh, of all yeah, the different right. coaches that he drives. He's not a rise and grind guy. No, no, no. He, Sun was out. Yeah. No problem. I'll sleep in. I'll hang out with my family and then go in at the ripe old time of like 730. Well, did you see slacker? The, did you see the story today that the, the Niners were complaining that someone pulled the fire alarm in their hotel yeah, man. at 6 a.m.? Yeah, it was like, and th- like we're so tired. <laughs> 6 a.m. That's not what they said. If you actually read the story, have a kid. No, <laughs> have a single kid. Is that all People hey, without man. kids. On I mean, the your kids are not old enough to be in relationships anyway. Right now, they should be single. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the kids on the nine, the guys on the Niners. Fifteen minutes before the alarm goes off, that's a pain in the ass when you wake up then and you know you lost out on that like, fifteen like, minutes. Oh, practice was so hard. They weren't. That's not what they said. Oh, we're so they, tired. they said it was a pain in the butt. Thank God it wasn't two or three in the morning, but it was a pain in the butt. You, you oh, know they're, that they're, so, they're soft fields. Uh-huh. They got a soft practice field. They got a soft alarm clock system with a fire alarm. One of those crazy Cry Chiefs more. fans did it. One yeah. of those crazy Chiefs fans who dresses up and colors Sh- their face and stuff. Chiefsaholic? He's dead, isn't he? Isn't that the whole thing? No, he's the bank robber. I thought they paid tribute to him. Chiefsaholic is the bank robber? Chiefsaholic's the bank robber. Then there was the guy, there the, was guy me- that the meth died. guy. Yeah. Died? Uh, somebody died. I'm sure. Every day. Every day. Every day. It's like <laughs> birthdays. You know, Jesus was persecuted. I'll come back fighting. <laughs> That's the meth head Chiefs fan. That's not Chiefsaholic. It's it's no. like he was X man. X Factor. X Factor. Yeah. X Factor. See? Yeah. That was he, he was very upset. That Brain they, still works. I came up with the X. I'm taking credit for that. Yeah, sure. Even though I didn't have the factor part. Sure. No, yeah. Uh, right, he says was a, that I'm a meth addict, <laughs> which I I'm a cocaine addict and alcoholic. Yeah, he's, he's not offended. a meth addict. He was offended. <laughs> he's offended. Don't want me in with the meth heads. I'm just it, a cocaine it's addict. Coke and alcohol. <laughs> Get it right, All right, people. I mean, this is his Coke and alcohol. It's the Vegas Super Bowl. This is this is X Factor Super Bowl. If anybody else is, oh god, yes, nothing embarrassing yet in terms of a big player or coach on either team or a big media person, as far as we know. Nothing like that. No, so far so good. God, for, for got Vegas. a little time, a little time oh, left. Oh, I mean, yeah, we have Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, when was Eugene Robinson? I think that was a Saturday. Okay, I'm pretty sure Jeannie Rob was a Saturday. All right. So. Jeannie Rob. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were tight like that. I, I didn't know that you and Jeannie Rob were so tight. <laughs> 20 minutes until our favorite segment of the year. But yes, one of the biggest stars having a great week on and off the field. Next on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's a disgusting way to do talk radio, isn't it? Afternoons on the score. My brother from Chi-Town, Frankfort, Illinois' Ooh, finest. Okay. There we go. Lincoln Way East High School. Holy cow. Nick Allegretti. He stepped in for our uh, Pro Bowl offensive guard, Joe Tooney. His emotional quote, thanking teammates after the game. The feeling's mutual to have you on the team with his brother. That's Travis Kelsey on uh, Nick Allegretti. All of us here at the score rooting for Nick Allegretti and the Allegretti family ahead of the Super Bowl. No big deal. Just another Super Bowl start for a former late round pick. This time, just, you know, go block Javon Hargrave. So, not a problem. The last time he got a start was when everybody was hurt. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. That's the, the one where, the Bucks game, yeah. where Mahomes was running around like crazy. Yep. Now he just has to fit in as the lone backup with the rest of a reinforced offensive right, line. Right, with, with Trey Smith and Creed Humphrey and a, a very – but he's replacing an $80 million guard. He's For replacing sure. one of the two or three best guards in football. But it's a better spot. M- much better spot. <laughs> M- much better The spot. entire rhythm section of the Rolling Stones <laughs> is not missing. Correct. Yeah, no, no. Yes, he's, he's next to maybe the best center in football. Right. Yeah, he's in, a, he's in a much better spot. Yeah. So, I mean, Travis Kelsey is, has been a stud, and you were talking about his playoff performance so far, and there's stuff about him as a player that I think we've talked about a lot. Maybe we'll talk about a little bit more later on, but I, I was struck by every chance that I saw something shared about Travis Kelsey. It always included at least one question about his much more famous and, frankly, much more powerful girlfriend. And yeah. This is his big work week, man. So in this big work week, when his media availability is being taken over every single time by God knows who from who knows what entity asking him about his girlfriend, he's been nothing but classy and cool and respectful and like loving. And I know I'm not the only one who has noticed. I've seen other people like writing about it, talking about it. Dude is a good boyfriend. Like he's... He's a very solid boyfriend to a woman who is more powerful and more well-known than him. And that, that has happened off the air, and, uh, or off the field, I should say, an awful lot. She's, uh, she's unbelievable. She's, uh, she's rewriting the history books herself. Uh, I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with some hardware, too. <laughs> The Swifty support has been so special, and you've really brought a whole new audience into this game. What has that support meant to you and meant to Taylor? I mean, I don't know if I brought too much to the game. I think I just go out there and have fun. You know, um, Taylor has an unbelievable fan base that 
that follows her and supports her throughout her life. And uh, it's been fun to kind of gather the Swifties in the Chiefs kingdom and uh, open them up to uh, the, the football world and the sports world. And it's been cool to just experience all that. Taylor also made the announcement last night that she does have a new album coming out. Has she let you hear any of the new music? Um, I have heard some of it, yes, and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for uh, her to shake up the world when it finally drops. You've got to give us something about the new album. Oh, Anything I can't good? give you anything. <laughs> I can try. I leave, I, leave, I leave that up to her. Dude, he's done that like nine different times this week. Uh, I bet you he would say it's been way more than nine. Yeah, he, I mean, he's been – he's great. He clearly is embracing – all of it, but it's also clearly not a publicity stunt. Right, no, they, like so they, many they people, clearly... The, people thought it was early. They have a thing, man. Yeah, it's, it's... And I mean, I know someone that knows him very well, and he's like, dude, they're in love. You know what I mean? Like, he he, he swears, and it's not our 5 o'clock guest, and he, I mean, he, but he, he swears that it's real and that he's never seen Travis like this, and he's known him for a decade. Um... But the other thing that's been that struck me about it is that he seems to be very um, into being like he's happy to be the lesser famed person in the relationship, but still do some of the more like traditionally masculine things of like opening the door. And then there was a story of uh, them getting mobbed going to uh, a party in Kansas City, and she has high-level security that travels with her wherever she goes because she has death threats and stalkers. I mean, she's one of the most famous people in the world. And there have been multiple things where he's been, like, telling her security, like, nah, man, you, I'll take care of this. He's like, big and strong I, enough, and he knows the game, knows how to, like, leverage himself uh, between the crowd and her. I, can, I, I know how to protect my girlfriend from adoring fans yes this is more fans and yes there are more cameras and more spotlight but i'm six five to forty i've done this before i can handle it and they're obviously all still there and very armed but he's just he's very clearly embracing the like protective side of her it's, it's been cool to see. yeah it's kind of cool I, he's I, a likable guy I, I said it to uh bill fickner the other day likened it to uh joe dimaggio and marilyn monroe yeah heard andrea kramer say that today with um with with Bernsey and, and and with Lawrence and you know DiMaggio was smitten man because Marilyn was the bigger star Taylor's the bigger star the much bigger star right so yeah. he's like genuinely smitten and kind of in awe which is kind of you know and then there's the love and all that but like DiMaggio sent flowers to Marilyn Monroe's grave twice a week for two decades after she died like he was yeah he was heartbroken that that, that, that didn't work out. You know, and listen. This is obviously working very well for Travis's post-playing life. I mean, he's gained, I think, it's over three million Instagram followers during this season. Uh, he will get movie deals. He is, and there's high stakes to it, right? I mean, she'll write breakup songs about him, and these fans that love him could turn on him if he breaks her heart or anything like that. You know what I mean? He's in a very public spot, but so far he's handling it very, very well. All right, it's time, Shane. This is your Super Bowl, our favorite segment of the year. It's funny because actual Super Bowl's in a couple of days. I know, but for the executive producer of the Parkers and Spiegel show, 3 o'clock the Friday before the Super Bowl is the EP's Super Bowl. We'll see the names, the number of names. It's the best Super Bowl prediction segment anywhere in radio. Next on The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Parkinson Spiegel show flashback. Who is going to win the Super Bowl? Geo. Well, first of all, thanks for having me live on your show, <laughs> Philadelphia, 27-24. Coom dog. 32-27, Philly. Brian Anderson. 27-13, Chiefs. Joe Flam. I got to go, Chiefs. Hub Arkish. Eagles, 31, Chiefs, 20. Lou Canellis. Chiefs, 31-30. He's the host of Rick Camp's Super Bowl parties when he walks into the wrong house. Eddie Gutierrez. <laughs> Chiefs 31, Eagles 24. Ethan Katz. The Eagles 33 to 30. Ron Kittle. I haven't watched TV since Yellowstone ended, and I couldn't tell you who's playing in it. Where are we going? Train station. Flula Borg. In the battle of soup or bowl, I always select bowl because I can pour unlimited soup in my bowl. The worst softball umpire in the game, our friend Mike Lewis. Philly 31 to 20. Owen Parkins. Jeff Joniak. Philadelphia 28-24. Darren Ravel. The Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. 31-28. Tristan Ebner's... Oh, Tiana Boone. Patrick Mahomes, 30 to 27. Owen's got another pick for you. Eagles. The Eagles. <laughs> Cody Decker. What up, Deck? The Kansas City Chiefs. Willie Harris. Come on, Willie. Come on, Willie. Kansas City, 27-24. Chip Carey. Fly, Eagles, fly. The star of the WGN morning news team, Pat Tomasulo. The Eagles, 34-31. The real star of the WGN morning news, Paul Conrad. Chiefs, 34-31. Uh, Big old bastard, Lance Lynn. Woo! Been here at the Waste Management Golf Tournament. How, how many beers in are we? Oh, I don't drink. Okay. <laughs> Chiefs in the over. My Chiefs man. in the over. Lance knows. <laughs> man, after I my own. I don't gamble, though. From the 108, my sock summer. We're going to go with the Eagles. John Morosi. Kansas City Chiefs, 24 to 17. Dave Wanstead's friend, Whitey. Oh. The Philadelphia Eagles, 24 to 20. Pat McGann. Eagles 31-24. Clark the Cub has DM'd Chiefs 34, <laughs> Eagles 23, because KC Wolf is one of the greatest mascots of all time. Uh, Shane, are we done? I think we're done. 42 <laughs> minutes late, Fickner. Listen, I live for the moment. I, I kept looking at my watch, and I'm like, should I call him yet? And I'm like, nah, blow him off some more. I don't think the Eagles lose. 27-17. The Hall of Famer. Pat Hughes. In a low-scoring, close game, the Chiefs win on a late field goal. 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35-35 tie. The kick is good. And as the ball floats between the uprights, I start rehearsing Chicago Cubs baseball is on the air. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. 
on a game-winning field goal. Here we go. Our favorite segment of the year, rapid-fire Super Bowl picks. Speaks and I do not know who Shane is putting on the line until they get on the phone right in front of us, other than the person who now gets to lead it off every year because it's one of our favorite stories ever. Because he's the kindest Super Bowl party host of all time. Right. Rick Camp, our old producer, walked into the wrong house and the wrong Super Bowl party and stayed because Eddie Gutierrez said, oh, sure, come on in. There's plenty of food. Rick Camp, Super Bowl host. Eddie, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs this year, 27 to 14. Well, basically because of Mahomes, I mean, the guy's a living legend, you know? Thank you, Eddie. As always. Plenty of Modelo on hand. Yeah, Modelo remains. (laughs) Definitely, man. Got a 24-pack ready to rock and roll. That's a sunk cost. (laughs) It's a sunk cost. Thank you, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Be good. This can't possibly be real. Of the Rolling Stones, Daryl Jones. Oh, Daryl Jones. Daryl Jones. I played with this guy. <laughs> Daryl, do you remember playing with Matt Spiegel? Tributosaurus, man, of Park West. You got you to gotta tell me, gotta tell me <laughs> when and where. It's been, a, you know, it's been a long road. The Lakeland Base thing at the Park West decades ago, oh, man. You were so yeah. cool. You were so cool that night. Oh, oh man, that was a great thing, man. There was a, there were about 200 years of of a base, base, base player experience on that gig. That's pretty cool. Exactly man. right. You were a great, great man to play with. But that's not why we called. Daryl Jones of the Rolling Stones, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? You know, man, I think the, the, the 49ers could pull it out, but I got to go with the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes is, you know, he's, he's just killer in the clutch, man. So what, what can you say? And they can seem to have the win at their backs, man. So I think I'm going to say the Chiefs. I'm going to say 20, 28 to 21. Chiefs. Daryl, it's an honor, sir. My, wow. my late father is smiling somewhere knowing that I'm talking to you. Thank you, sir. Oh, man. Right on, man. God bless him. Thanks, Thank Daryl. That so man much. played with Miles Davis as well. It's royalty. Wow. Our next guest, Vince Wilburn. Hey! Miles Davis's nephew. Speaking of Miles Davis, Vince is a hell of a drummer from Chicago, executive producer of the Emmy Award-winning documentary Miles Davis' Birth of the Cool, among other things. Hello, Vince. Hey, what's going on, guys? Vince, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be, and why? Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes, 37-21. Man. Why? Because... Of Mahomes and the Swifties who are following them. <laughs> the power of pop but you know music. What? I'm a die. I'm a diehard Bears fan, man. So you know. Caleb Williams, you ready for it? I go way back. All right, all right. Thank you, Vince. Back and forward with Caleb. Wow, that's a hell of a start. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. Geo. Oh. you're following a Rolling Stone and Miles Davis's nephew. <laughs> Softball I, legend. Yeah, I know. I, I tell you, I'm kind of honored to follow those guys, but it's great to be live, and I'm going to do something I swore I would never do again. I'm going with the 49ers, uh, 27-24, and I think the game's going to come down to time of possession. And uh, Kansas City could still win this, but... I just uh, I got a feeling that uh, Kyle Shanahan's going to break through this time, 
and he's got all them shiny toys, and that's why I think time of possession is important. Got to keep San Francisco and or the GOAT off the field. Thank you, G.O. Thank you, G.O. The greatest play-by-play man in the history of 16-inch softball. He's got the nerves of a cat burglar. All right, well, following the uh, the broadcaster of 16-inch softball, the worst 16-inch softball up in the city. He he cost Odyssey that media league two years ago. Mike Lewis. (laughs) Mike, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Hey, man. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, Mike. Hey, it's all right, man. It's all right. It's not, Mike. It's not. (laughs) I'm sorry. Because I know I'm the best umpire in the nation, so I'm cool with that's that. Right, that's so right. That's right. That's right, Mike. Right. You know what you need to know. All sir. right. Well then, what, well, then if you know so much, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Okay. I got, I got San Francisco winning 31-23. And because of the defense and because uh, Purdy is going to go from worst to last. I mean, from last, and he's going to go up the ladder now. So it's going to be okay with the defense. That's awesome, Mike. Mike. you're the goods. Thank you, sir. Oh, I mean, see at the media league, Mike. From, from the from the 16-inch softball field to the diamond, our buddy Patrick Wisdom on the Parkinson Spiegel Show making a Super Bowl pick. Amazing. Patrick, amazing. Hey, let's go. What's going on? <laughs> Are man? you wearing the vintage tank top? Looks good, dude. It's gonna be a fun giveaway. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm saving. I'm saving it for uh, that day. Saving it. No. That's, yeah. that's smart. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? What's the score gonna be, and why? Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers on this one. Um, it's going to be 35, 31. It's going to be pretty close, but you know, CMC is going to take it away and he's going to, he's going to do his thing and run all over the field, make plays. I think it's going to come down to him. High scoring game. All right, man. Yeah. Have a good, sp- I mean, it's a Super Bowl. It's gotta be. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, uh, <laughs> have, have a good season and uh, spring and we'll see you back at Wrigley soon, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, right. Patrick. How about that? Patrick Wisdom. Our next guest, our number one Cub fan friend, Eric Cub f- player friend. He's not a fan. I mean, I assume he is. He likes him. I think he does. A fan. And I'm pretty sure he had Christian McCaffrey on his fantasy team this year. What's up, Nico Horner? Oh, the best. Hey, guys. How are we? We're delightful, We're great, sir. Man. How, are how are you? I'm good. I'm on the massage table in Mesa, Arizona with a thumb deep in my scalp right now life is good <laughs> so, yeah. so glad you said scalp didn't know where you were going <laughs> yeah i said scalp not scalp, scalp, oh, scalp. Too much, okay right? either yeah, one yeah, yeah. either That's one is better term. than the alternative uh no looks good all right good man uh who's who's gonna win the super bowl what's the score gonna be and why uh i got a 28 17 niners i'm gonna similar to Wiz. i enjoy watching mccaffrey entirely biased because i got to watch him in college but it's pretty good and i expect him to have a big game was he on your fantasy team? Do I have that? Do I remember that correctly? Yeah, yeah. We had a great regular season. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what counts, Nico. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. Get see you in Mesa, man. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. See you guys soon. All right. Man, that was way better than when we used to interview Eddie Jackson from the massage table every week. Remember those? Those were that was a real train wreck. Oh, the fireballer. Kyle Farnsworth. It's been too long. What's up, Kyle? Not much. How you guys doing? Oh, hey, you man. Guys just on getting me back on here. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time, man. <laughs> tremendous. Uh, who, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? I got the Niners 35-20. Um, I think it's going to come down to defense and who's going to you know, not turn the ball over the most. I think San Francisco's you know, a little bit of edge in that department, so 
I think they got a couple extra weapons, you know. So I'm going with Niners. All right, man. Drinks on you on Southport. If uh, if <laughs> if this comes through, or, or, or ties till four. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ties till four. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. That's uh, incredible. It's a great closer and a bartender. Joe Johnson of Obvious Shirts. Just saw a new one with all the 23 goats uh, in Chicago. With uh, that was, That's an incredible shirt. Joe, thank hey. you, sir, as always. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, the score is going to be Chiefs 34, Niners 27. And uh, my reasoning is going to just make a lot of people happy. Uh, Taylor Swift is 34 years old. She was born in 1989, <laughs> which is her most popular album. And one plus nine plus eight plus nine equals 27. <laughs> Three plus four equals seven. Uh-huh. And 34 minus seven equals 27. So it's, it's in the stars. Nailed it! Said 112, 129, 101, 126, 148, 116, 152, 117, 103. Uh, Get out of here, Joe. Exactly. Thanks. 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 Thank you, sir. Clothing mogul Joe Obvious on the show. Man, we've had a couple of Cubs. This is incredible. Jason Bernstein. Tough act to follow. <laughs> What's up, Jason? It's one of the hosts of Organizations Win guys? Championships. We're good, man. Thanks yeah. for taking time out from all the drugs and the sex you're having yeah, in school. Yeah, it must be tough. Oh, wonderful. I'm actually on the golf course right now. <laughs> yeah, no, you have I'm, a hard I'm life. enjoying myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? I'm going to go Niners 27-24 on a game-winning field goal. I just think that if Fred Warner can take out Travis Kelsey, I don't think the receivers are going to have much to do. And as good as Mahomes is, I don't think I don't think he can beat that defense. And as long as Brock Purdy is what Cam Newton says as a game manager, they should be just fine. All right. Hit him close. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Keep killing it. Oh, man. Keeping it in the family. Nephew Jack. What's up, How you Jack? Doing? What's up, Jack How you Parkins? Doing? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? How are you guys? Oh, Jack, we're good. Nice to hear your voice, man. Sorry the Bucks are in a tailspin with Doc Rivers at the coach. They just got to get healthy. Andy, we need Dame back. I'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, this guy's got a big wager on for the Chiefs, so I know, I, know oh, you're, yeah, no. I, I know you're picking the Chiefs, but I know you're also a coward and you're probably hedging, right? You're hedging? I'll hedge for like a little bit, but my friend's hedging a lot more than I am. I, I'm letting it ride a little bit. All right, good for you. I've taught you well. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? I'll take the Chiefs 31-21. It's never about against Mahomes. Never about against, against Mahomes. All right, nephew Jack. Makes I'll see sense. You, see you soon, buddy. All right, back to the professionals around here. Bob Brenly. Oh, the king. Oh, man. Seems like birthdays are happening every day. People are having them, Bob. It's nice to talk to you. Yeah, I hate those birthdays. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Well, normally I'm a big Chiefs fan. I like what they do on the field. Uh, obviously, they've become America's team this year. But Brock Purdy is from Gilbert, Arizona, Perry High School. He was the last pick in the draft. I've always been a big fan of the underdog, the guy that nobody expects to do well. I'm rooting for the Niners. I think the final score is going to be 31-28. Great game. That would be a great game. Sounds great, Bob. Keep playing guitar, no matter what it sounds like. Keep playing, sir. Rock and roll. <laughs> Thank you, Bob Brenly. We've had quite a run of birthdays lately. Seems like every day somebody's celebrating. There it is. <laughs>
Every day. It's amazing people, how that works. People get born every single day in this world. Oh, one of our good friends, Chicago media royalty, Avli, the restaurateur, oh. Blue Canellis. Boys, boys, I'm talking to you from Radio Row. Oh, man. Congratulations. I some advice, so I came to Radio Row here in Vegas. Uh, what are you learning? Yeah, any, anything good? Well, I, here, here, listen. Come on, Speaks. You know me. I don't need to learn anything from anyone in this building about <laughs> who I'm selecting on Sunday. Uh, I'm getting right to the right, right to the punchline. It's Chiefs twenty-one twenty, and and two reasons. Number one, I'm not betting against Mahomes. All right, and I know that we haven't had back, we haven't had a team knock off back-to-back Super Bowl championships since the early Patriots in 2003-2004, but we haven't had a quarterback that plays the game like Tom Brady since or since Tom Brady like we do with Patrick Mahomes. But 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 here, the defense, and I don't think it gets enough credit. That Kansas City defense is so damn good, boys. They haven't allowed a 300-yard passer all year. They haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher all year. We saw what they did to Miami in the playoffs. We saw what they did to, to All Buffalo right, this is a lot of sports analysis, Canellas. We, we've had a rolling stone on this segment, all right? You're, you're giving us – you're being – get Daryl Jones on. Get, get, all right, get out of here. Go back to Vegas. Thank you, sir. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. Oh, man, our next guest could also give hardcore. You just drummed a legend off the phone. I mean, we got to keep it moving. I understand. I understand. Yeah, we're going to get more football analysis here, though, from our friend. He was excellent on the show all year. Chase Daniel. This yeah. Guy, this guy spent some time at Harpo's, which got mentioned on the show the other day. <laughs> no doubt. What, what's up, Chase? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? What's going on, guys? I got to go with the Chiefs, 28-24. It's in my opinion, impossible to pet against Patrick Mahomes. Bottom line, love Brock Purdy, love what he's able to do, but it's going to be Brock Purdy versus that top five pass defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the difference in this game is going to be that defensive line and Steve Spagnuolo for the Chiefs. They're going to pressure the right side consistently of that uh, 49ers offensive line all game long. That's been their weak spot. They're going to scheme up some stuff to get to Purdy and get to him early. I think the Chiefs win it. Chase, you're the goods, man. We'll talk closer to the draft. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Thanks, Chase. Oh, we keep it moving here on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. We don't know who's coming on to pick the Super Bowl. Shane lines him up. We knock him down. Any excuse to talk to our next guest, our friend from Pitch Perfect, and he should be in every picture in Hollywood, Flula Borg. Oh, oh. Hello, guys. How are you? Oh, oh, we're so good. So much better now to hear your Germanness. Oh, oh great. I'm ready to, to give you hard-hitting analysis. <laughs> thank, thank you. That's, you're the person we call for that. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Okay, I assume the 49ers is a team of men who are all 49 years of age, <laughs> and the chefs are all good at cooking, so they will prepare a delicious oatmeal because that is all that 49-year-olds can eat because they are so old. And the chefs shall therefore win a final score, chefs 5, 49-year-olds, negative 1. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> Thank That's you, a perfect report. It's exactly what we needed, Flula. Thank Th- you. That was absolutely oh. incredible from Flula Borg. I get, who should follow Flula Borg? A middle-of-the-order bat with a great glove and a great arm. Jermaine Dye. Get back, Jermaine. Get back. And glow didn't tag. 
White Sox hero and legend Jermaine Dye. Who's wow. Go- who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Oh, man, I, you know what? I, I don't like any other teams just because I'm an Eagles fan, but <laughs> because I'm from the Bay Area, I got to go with uh, the 49ers. My whole family's 49ers fan, so I'm, I'm going with the 49ers winning. Score? Score, I believe the score will be 21-24. Hey, Jermaine, they might move the, uh, might build a new stadium a little closer to downtown. Are you, are you for it? You approve? Uh, I'm definitely for it. You know, I, I looked at some of the renderings already uh, just online through social media, and uh, that backdrop looks awesome. And uh, I think it'd be a great uh, spot for the fans to come out and enjoy and be able to uh, have some great views as well. He'd homer right into downtown. Thanks, Jermaine. Thank you for the time, sir. All right. Take care, guys. That's Jermaine Dye. World Series MVP, by the way. Yeah, World Series yeah, MVP. I forgot that. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I mean, I, 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 Many I, others are screaming I, at the radio. I, I said, promise. I said White Sox hero and legend. I, I mean, it was a decent intro. Should have gone MVP. Truth, truth is, I thought Creedy was going to win it, and maybe I thought he should have. Well, no. Maybe he got bad notes. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just really just line him up. I say the first thing that comes Come to on. my mind. It should have been Creedy. He was Brooks Robinson that series. I was focusing on the fact that he was following Flew LeBorg. <laughs> Ron Coomer. There he is. He's a 10. He's the best. Coom. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? We're good. We're the best. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? I am rooting for San Francisco. I, if I was bet MGMing, I would be for the team in red, Cleveland, or the, the Chiefs, because I just don't think uh, KC is, I, I don't see anybody beating Mahomes. 30-27 Chiefs even though I'm going to be rooting for the Bay Area. Yeah, I just don't see people beating Mahomes. He's big in big games. And actually, his receivers started catching the ball in the playoffs. How about that? Yeah, they sat some of the bad ones down. And uh, some, some of the... Amen, brother. Yeah. If you can't catch, get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> True in any league, Coombe. True in any league. That's exactly right. Biggs, I will see you in AZ in the sunshine here in a couple weeks, bro. Yes, sir. See you, Coombe. That... Your voice sounds like summer. Oh, speaking of an all-time voice, Chicago Bulls PA announcer, one of the best voices in the history of this city, Ray Clay. Oh, wow, the legend. Where's my walk-up music? (laughs) You get the same music as everybody else, Ray. Sorry, Ray. Uh, Good deal. Hey, Rice-A-Roni, it's a San Francisco treat. It's going to be 49ers 27, Chiefs 20. Rock Purdy goes from Mr. Irrelevant to Super Bowl champ. Still sounds like money, this yeah, guy. That's, that's really good. That is gold right yeah, there. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. All right, boys, have fun. All right. Well, we're having fun. Deal. Now, What are fun. we, halfway through? I don't even know. <laughs> J.P. Graziano. Oh, my God. The best Italian sub. One of them in the city. That's for damn sure. J.P., now I'm hungry again. Wow. Who's going to win? Doing, boys? We're, We're doing good. great. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? I'm going San Fran 31, KC 20. I'm taking that because you've seen the list on the internet with all the similarities at 2020. Same teams playing, political, all sorts of sports teams following suit. We got to change it up from 2020, though. So I'm going same score as 2020, but Niners come out on top this time. What's the secret to a perfect sub if anybody's making them for Sunday, JP? 
Start with good bread from D'Amato's, finish it off with the best jardinera from Graziano. The rest just takes care of itself. There it is. <laughs> My man. Asked and answered. J.P. Graziano. Oh, and our next, if that's, for, if that's for lunch. What's for dinner? You go to the West Loop. Maybe you go to Boulevard. Maybe you go to Rosemary, best restaurant in town. We can't wait to see what this guy has up his sleeve next. Top Chef champion and our friend, Joe Flam. What up, Joe? What's up, boys? How we doing? Oh, we're solid, man. Where are you watching the game? You making yourself a big spread or somebody cooking for you on Sunday? No, I'm making it for myself. Enjoying it at the house. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? You know, I usually don't argue with my sandwich guy, but this is one time I got to go against them. The Chiefs just look, they just look like they got it whenever they want it. Um, so, so I got to, I, I just, it seems so hard to go against Mahomes. It feels like Brady all over again. It just feels like the second you count him out, he reminds you like who the hell he is. And it seems like him and Kelsey, if they want it, they got it. So I'm going Chiefs. I think they're going to, I think they're going to put up some points too. Uh, 35, 31. Uh, I want San Francisco to win, but I think the Chiefs are too much. You're the best, Joe. Thank you, sir. Go see that guy over at Rosemary. Oh, and joining us now, speaking of baseball and it feeling like summer, our friend and yours, the voice of the Cubs. Hey, Boog Shambi, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Hi, you've reached Boog Shambi, TV voice of the Chicago Cubs, and I do not care who wins the Super Bowl. I mean, don't care. That is so on brand. Oh, he's too cool to pick the Super Bowl? <laughs> that is perfect. Boog. Oh. Boog. Oh, All right, man. you know what? We got to follow that nastiness up with some cuteness. Owen Parkins. Oh, the champ. Your Super Bowl pick. Hey, Owen, are you ready for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Who are you going to pick to win, Chiefs or Niners? Chiefs. Who's on your shirt? The Chiefs. That's right. And did Mommy put a... We have a flag. Did Mommy put a Chiefs flag up? No. A man came. <laughs> a man came to hang it up because Daddy can't hang up the flagpole, right? What do you think the score of the game is going to be? I don't know. What's your favorite number? Four. That's right. So you think maybe the Chiefs are going to win by four? Yeah. <laughs> He's adorable. He outed me, man. He outed me. It's true. Steph, a man came. Yeah, Steph hired a guy to install the flagpole <laughs> off the garage. And it wasn't you. Hey, no, no, it was a real man. It wasn't me. <laughs> I, obviously, you think I can do that? No, I, our, I cannot. Our kids have embarrassed us and adored us all year long. His Super Bowl pick now, Ruben Spiegel, what you got? The Super Bowl, right? We got the 49ers and the Chiefs. Honestly, I think the Chiefs will win because they'll be like, you know, chiefing around to dominate. Honestly, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I think. The final score, I don't really know what that means, but, like, I think the final score will be, I don't know. I'll say in total, more than 50, definitely. I think the Chiefs will win by at least two touchdowns, honestly. That is all. So there it is. He picked, right. he picked uh, over 50 and a half as yeah. the total. All right, so that's like 35-17. There you go. There we go. Take it. All right. Off and running. Oh, how about this? <laughs> I mean, we've had some killer musicians, but keep it going with Clyde Lawrence. Lawrence, the band. What's up, man? Clyde, what's up? Fresh off a a whole summer last year, opening for the Jonas Brothers, coming to the Aragon Ballroom in Uptown. 
on the 25th of October. Lawrence the band. That's going to be fun. Thanks, Clyde. What you yeah, got? Thanks for having me. You got I think it. it's going to be. I think it's going to be the Chiefs this year. Uh, Pat Mahomes is the is the son of a former Met relief New York Mets reliever. You know, I'm a big <laughs> New York Mets guy, so I got to find a way to work in a little Mets a Mets pick. We'll go. We'll go 30 20 Chiefs. Can't wait to see you this summer in Chicago, Clyde. Thank you so much for the time, Absolutely. sir. We'll see you there. Thanks, All Clyde. Right, thank we'll be there. That band is taken off. Good early ears by Shane. What three years ago? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, and like four months after we had him on, he was on Colbert. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, yeah. Shane was on that one. Oh, we got to go back to baseball. Talk about a guy who, whenever he's on the show, makes us happier. Willie Harris. Oh, yeah. What's up, Willie? What's up, fellas? Hey, man, you're the vibes creator. We need you. We've been hurting. We need your positivity, Willie. Let's go. I got you, dog. What you need? <laughs> we need to know who's going to win the Super Bowl, what the score is going to be, and why. All right. I got the 49ers winning 34-21 to 21 because, you know, Taylor Swift's favorite number is 13, so they're going to lose by 13. Purdy's number 13. And also our – Pitching coach, Tom Hottaby, he's a big Chiefs fan. I don't want to hear his mouth in spring training. <laughs> so the Chiefs are going down 34-21. We can't wait to see you down in Arizona. How's it going with Council? Everything's going great, man. Looking forward to working with him, picking his brain, learning as much as I can from him. Uh, the boys are ready to go. Get to spring training on Monday. See what we got, man. Get ready for this long summer ride. Let's go. See you in the middle of March down there, Willie. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Take it easy. That's our guy, Willie Harris, Cubs third base coach. He's the best. White Sox legend as well. Oh, Pat Tomasulo. He just announced uh, his one and only weekend at Zanies in Rosemont. Get your tickets now. They will sell out, right, Pat? Yes, May 2nd through 4th. And I do resent that you introduced Willie Harris as Mr. Positivity and not me. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I, I, I I'll tell you who it's not today is Shane. He's all charged up. He wouldn't even stay on the phone with me for a second. Oh, he's got work to do, man. He's got the anxiety level is impressive. From Mr. I Positivity know. to Mr. Negativity. Pat Thomas Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? What's the score gonna be and why? Uh, I'm gonna do thirty four thirty one Chiefs. How come? And I have no reason other than I just pulled those two numbers out of my ass when Shane called. Those Perfect. are very common football numbers. That's a good job yeah. out of you. Hey, that's why you're the sports guy. Thank you, Pat. There you go. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Very funny man. Oh, let's get some hockey in, in the mix. Kaylee Chelios back on the score. Kaylee, thank hey. you. So- Hello. Thank you so much for the time. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? <laughs> the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey and the Swifties and Pat Mahomes are going to win the Super Bowl. And I'm going to go at 24 to 22. 24-22, that's an interesting number right there. I like it. Why? <laughs> well, 22 hey, is tough to get. Not often the football games end on 22. That, that might be a scoregami, okay. actually. That's pretty, that'd be pretty good. Something funny's going to happen. Something's going to happen. <laughs> something always does. Something crazy is going to happen. Kaylee, thank you for the time. Enjoy the game. <laughs> Thanks, 20, Kaylee. 24-22. Hey, man, whatever it takes. Ah, uh, see, we, we just ricochet in all directions. That's what I love. That's my favorite thing. Let's go back to some music. Rustin Kelly back with us on the Parkinson Spiegel oh, Show. Rustin Kelly, big yeah. fan of your work, man. Monday, April hey. 8th at Talia Hall over there in Pilsen. Rustin Kelly will be there and be in town. What's going on, man? What you got? 
Oh, man. All right. I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. And for no other reason than I just feel like the universe is, like, bolstering this whole shine on everything, whether it's, like, scripted by the Illuminati or not. I think 38 to 35, I think it's going to be the exact score as last year. Wow. I just feel it's going to be weird. It's going to be weirdness. They're going to win. It's going to be the same score as last year. Oh, Rustin feeling the Illuminati and the shine. <laughs> Can't argue with it. I'll have what he's having. A lot of weird things are going on these days. <laughs> Thank you, Agreed. Rustin. Thank you, Rustin. That is spectacular. Again, <laughs> right, from, this is your show, man, from music back to baseball. The Hall of Famer, Pat Hughes. Wow. Hi, everybody. It's Pat Hughes. <laughs> In the Super Bowl, I see a relatively high-scoring game, mainly because of the excellent quarterbacks Mahomes and Purdy. Final score, 49ers 28, Kansas City 24. And as soon as the game is over, I will start rehearsing for my job, which is to practice the phrase, Chicago Cubs baseball is on the air. That wow. man is clockwork. He sounded like he was wearing the sweater, didn't he? I can't wait for that sweater. Oh, what a great promotion that th- is. That's going to be an incredible giveaway. Pat's the goods. Oh, my God. Baseball music, we've had lots of cooking, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. We're all over the joint. All of our interests are getting represented. We'll stay with baseball. He normally helps us get smarter with pitching. Today he's going to pick a Super Bowl winner. Ethan Katz, back on the Parkinson's Eagle Show. How's it going, Ethan? Ethan? nice to hear your voice, man. Glad to be on. Glad to be on. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Um, I got 28-21 Chiefs. Um, don't have a really particular why. I just asked my analyst to give me the best uh, <laughs> best guess, and that was the person I go to with numbers, and I'm riding with it. All right, so that was it. Your baseball analyst or your emotional and psychological analyst? Just to check. Our number, our, our baseball analyst. <laughs> okay, so good. Any numbers, I went straight to him. So okay. he's my uh, he's my go-to. So there's my answer. All right, it's a good one. That's a reasonable answer. Thanks, Ethan. Thank you, Ethan. You got it. All right, we'll see you soon. Talk to you soon. Rooting for his guys, Flaherty and Giolito in new spots. Max Freed down there in Atlanta. <laughs> there have been some surprising names. Oh, yes. On, on the show today. And now we go back out to the phones. President of business operations for your Chicago Cubs, Crane Kenny, on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Hello, Crane. Guys, how we doing? Oh, uh, Crane, it's a it's a wonderful day. We're, we're two days away from the Super Bowl. Danny's very excited. I mean, it's gambling in football season, Crane. You know that. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Uh, so I, I got the Chiefs 32-24. Um, just a believer in Mahomes. I got a personal rooting interest. Uh, Nick Algaretti's on the line there. He's a son of a good friend of mine, Carl Algaretti. So got to go with the hometown kid and, uh, and root for my uh, one of my good buddies. All right. It's yeah. Outstanding friend of the station, Carl Allegretti. Yeah, Carl Allegretti, big scorehead. He's a P1. Oh. So we're rooting for him yep, as well. Guys. See you, Crane. And, and it, as, as importantly, we're a week away from uh, pitchers and catchers and uh, really getting this thing going. So we're uh, we're exci- excited about what's uh, around the corner. Hey, yeah. And then Carl Edwards Jr. is coming to camp. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Swing Bing Stringer. <laughs> the, the swing Bing coming back. I love it. Yeah. Uh, important guy in the ninth inning of game seven. Damn right. Yeah, yes, he was. And we already talked to uh, Wisdom, Horner, and uh, Willie Harris during this segment. So we're all Cubs out. Thank you, Crane. Yep, guys. Be well. Talk soon. Thank you. you. Danny's like, we're all Cubs out. Move along. Football time. I didn't mean like, I'm saying like we're the Cubs max is what I I meant. It's all good.
Oh, man. Paul Kuharski with us on the Parkinson Spiegel <laughs> Show. Paul, you love Danny Parkins. <laughs> What's up, Paul? The respect is massive between the both of you. It's nice to have you, Paul. All right. I'm well, guys. How are you doing? We're great. We're doing very well. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Chiefs, 27-20. Got to go with the quarterback. I'm Kansas city out, but I think the better chances for them to lose were in the games leading up to this one, not into this one. And um, Mahomes is the one-word answer. I bet you're getting a lot of that. Yeah, no, it's we true. Are. It's tough to bet against him, Paul. We are. Thank you, Paul. See you, guys. See you, man. Big fan of yours. I nailed his name this time, though, I think. Yeah, you did. I kind of wish you didn't. I, Paul Kucharski. I should have. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what did I do wrong there, Paul? Well, you got to get close on the name. There's no C in there. You see a C in there? Oh, man. Kucharski. Uh, <laughs> all right, my bad. I made a mistake. <laughs> You'll never live it down. Never. You said a whiteboard, that's all. Yeah, no, no, no. Of course, of course. Oh, this is exciting. Making a return appearance to the show after a role in Coming to America. David Langle back with us on the park. David! What's up, David? How are you, fellas? Oh, we're big with the Coming to America cast. How's it going, That's man? That's right. It's good. How are you? We're good. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Kansas City Chiefs, 28-24. to 24. Patrick Mahomes' dad played for the New York Mets, won 8-0 in 1999. Yes, he did. It's our second Pat Mahomes <laughs> senior Mets reference. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> you and Clyde Lawrence of Lawrence the Band. Thank you, David. Thank you. All, All right. right. David was uh, also in WandaVision <laughs> and uh, Jungle Cruise in 2021. We wanted, That's a fun movie. We wanted so badly someone to tell us stories from coming to America. Shane called him. He was the and Uber he was driver in, he was for one, one scene. He was in one scene. It was with Eddie Murphy. It was. Yeah, he had a few stories from one scene. <laughs> this guy's got more than a few stories. He's our friend and yours. He's one of the best analysts in sports. Eddie Olchak. Oh, the king. Edzo. Parksy. <laughs> How are you? I'm great, man. What's up, Maddie? How are well, you guys doing? Maddie, nice, it's, nice to be with you. Oh, it's so great to hear your voice. I got Kraken questions. We got horse racing questions. <laughs> but we got to get to where we are. Who's going to win yeah. the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Uh, I've, been a, I've been a Niner guy all year. I'm not jumping off. And uh, I'm going to say 28-24 final. And uh, Niners will, uh, will cover. And the game will go over. And uh, I'll be a happy human. <laughs> and then we'll roll it all into the derby. Thank you, Edzo. Okay, guys, be well. Eddie, You're the best, thanks. man. We'll talk at length uh, hopefully soon. Wow. Uh, this, this guy, I mean, talk about put a smile on your face. Barry Rosner. Oh, How the hell are you? He doesn't smile, so we can. That's right. It's a nice <laughs> sacrifice that you've made through the decades, Barry. Wow, good to hear your voices, boys. Um, what is this, score programming out of 1994? Yeah, the golden era. Oh, Jesus. Congrats on your advanced thinking. You have a pre-show meeting to come up with this idea? We did. Yeah. We split one pizza puff, and this is the best we got, Barry. Wow, outstanding. That, that's just great. That's great stuff. Thank you, Barry. Yeah. Who's going to win the Super you Bowl? Know, hey, well, go ahead. I got I got the Chiefs 26-16. They have the better defense, maybe the best quarterback who ever lived. That's still to be determined, of course. San Francisco, a better team on paper. This is, I guess I would call this more capricious than analytical. I just can't imagine looking back in 10 years 
when Mahomes has five or six or maybe eight rings and thinking that I didn't pull a hammy sprinting to get Mahomes in the points. So mm-hmm. that's the way I'm going. Hey, Barry, I promise I'll only ask you to be a guest on Hit and Run eight times this year. I'll keep it down to eight, okay? Yeah, that that's, uh, that's a terrible idea. Just a terrible idea. You know, I've asked you in the past to lose my phone number. I think you guys have a learning disability. I don't know what it is. It's beautifully put. We do. Guilty. Thank Guilty. you, Barry. See you, boys. See you. Oh, my God. Oh, God. He's still got the fastball, that one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, That's not his fastball. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the circle change? Yeah. Catches you looking. God. Tailing off the outside corner. Oh, man. guess that's not looking. That's swinging because it looks like a heater. Anyway. It doesn't matter. There are a lot of baseball people on the a, segment a today. A lot of baseball people on the segment. Still to come, by the way, Nick Wright at 5 o'clock. Tanny gives the uh, audio treatment to Devin Hester and Mongo coming up at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So it's been uh, it's been a wild ride. But we're letting Shane uh, line a few more up here. Letting this breathe go. for a moment. Um, yeah. By the way, the news has come out. Alicia Keys is going to be joining Usher during the halftime show. That's exciting. So my my dream of of Taylor Swift sitting in for a song remains unconfirmed, undiscussed, and unlikely. But Alicia Keys will be there. Okay. That's pretty neat. That's not bad. Yeah, man. That's not bad. Looking forward to Sunday's going to be a full viewing experience from top to bottom. I have lost track of uh, the Chiefs v. Niners split. We'll have to go back over it. But, uh, oh, Bob Shoop is on the Parkinson (laughs) Spiegel show. How's it going, guys? It's going very well, sir. How are you? Good. Big game this weekend. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. We're trying to figure out who's going to win. We've heard about it, Bob. Yes. Who's going to well, win the Super guys, Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Well, you reached out, and I did some research, and it's not going to be like the ninth, uh, the t- Super Bowl twenty. It's not going to be Super Bowl forty-one. It's not going to be like the World Series in 16. It's not going to be like any of the Stanley Cups or any of the Bulls games. It's, But it, the one thing that is going to happen is I will never, ever, ever bet against Patrick Mahomes. I think the 49ers are probably the better team, but the better player plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going Kansas City Chiefs uh, 27, San Francisco 49ers 24. Patrick Mahomes leads him to a last-minute touchdown. So at the family dinner table, did you decide you were going to be the defensive coach and your brother John took (laughs) offense? How did that work, Bob? Did you guys just split it up like that? Yeah, I think that's the way we figured it out, right, John? You take the offense, yeah. I'll take the defense, and we'll see what happens from there. Yeah. So, but uh, makes all the sense it, in the world. Bob, coach. enjoy the game. Thank, Thank you, sir. Coach. It's going to be a great one. Thanks. Oh, here's an, this is why the beauty of the segment. We don't know who's going to come on until they come on, and they just thirty seconds ago the name pops up. Michael Rappaport. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michael. Oh. I used to love Boston Public. I love everything this guy's done. What's Let's up? talk about beautiful girls. My God. How's it going, Michael? What's who's going on, fellas? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? I got the San Francisco 49ers winning 28-24. to 24. Uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic Super Bowl. I'm a fan of Ushers. I'm a fan of both teams, although historically I hate the 49ers, but I have many, many, many 49ers on my fantasy football team. Um, I love my homeboy. I love Travis Kels. I don't have any hate for either one of these teams. I think that Debo and George the Animal Kittle uh, are going to carry the San Francisco 49ers to a Super Bowl victory in a great, great Super Bowl uh, game. uh, Sunday coming up. 
It's an honor, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. That's Michael Rappaport. Again, you never know. That's Chris. This is an insane segment. It's the absolute greatest. We had a Rolling Stone and Michael Rappaport on, and then Uh a a 16 inch softball umpire. And now we go back to former White Sox, Danny Mendick. Hey, current White current Sox. White Sox. You're former right. and current. Former and current. Welcome hey, back. Mats, and now he's back. Welcome I keep forgetting. Welcome back, Danny. Hello, Hello Danny. Hello, guys. How we doing? We're good, man. We're great. Congrats on the deal. Welcome back to Chicago. Oh, yeah. It's good to be back home. And I love any adult Danny. From one adult Danny to another, you know. Respect, <laughs> I love that. Respect for not being a Dan or a Daniel. Who's going to win the Super That's Bowl? Right. What's the score going to be and why? <laughs> okay. Um... Hard to, it's hard to bet against Kansas City, um, but I'm going to have to do it. I got San Fran. I got them winning by four. I think it's going to be 28-24. All right. I think, I think McCaffrey's going to be the MVP. Little little side note. There it is. About four to one on that. He plays hard, doesn't he, Danny? He runs like his hair is on fire. It's glorious. I, I love watching that guy. I love yep. it. How do you not? Thank you. We'll talk to you this season. Thank you, sir. Oh, the legend. We don't need Dave Wanstead for this segment. We need Whitey. <laughs> Whitey, you made Wani's career. You and Big Dave are the people uh, well, behind Wani's career. Big Dave standing right beside me. Happy Friday to you guys. I would like to congratulate Cam Hayward for winning the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. Very prestigious. A great honor for Pittsburgh fans. I got Kansas City winning 24-24, and the difference in the game is Andy Reid's second-half adjustment. 27-24. 27-24, and Andy Reid Andy making second-half adjustment is going to be the difference of the game. And there you have it. Thank you, Whitey. It's thank, phenomenal. Thank you, Whitey, with the assist of Big Dave. I don't think we've ever talked to Whitey without Big Dave nearby, <laughs> or vice versa. Big Dave off to the side. 27, 27. Remember, I told you 27, 24. <laughs> I told you 27, 24. <laughs> Don't forget, Whitey. Don't forget, I told you 27. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pavel Zafura, the Bono impersonator. Hey, oh, my what's God. What's going on, everybody? Greetings, Chicago. Greetings, greetings, greetings to all of you. All right. It is the so. Serbian legend himself, Pavel Zafera. <laughs> have you guys gone there at Twin Anchors to have some ribs? That was amazing stuff. I'm hoping to bring the entire club there, so who knows? Yeah, we love how you carried your own leftovers. That was the charming part, right. Pavel. Heck yeah, man. That's right. <laughs> and, and Nico Horner appreciated the messages. Who's going to win the well, Super Bowl? What's the score going to be? Love, will we, oh, we absolutely will. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? The score is going to be 27-21 49ers. And Brock Purdy is hungry. He's really hungry. And Patrick Mahomes, he's good. I love him to pieces. But, you know, he's had he's, – he's resting in his laurels a little bit. And I think a really important thing to know is that Brock Purdy, because he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald, it might be a good idea – not to invite uh, Robert Kennedy to the game for uh, for good reason. <laughs> Thank you, Pavel. Obvious reasons. Thank you, Pavel. Oh, man. Appreciate that. He was great at the Sphere. I went over there and saw him and the band. Yeah. They, they were amazing. Incredible. Worth every penny. <laughs> There's really nothing like this. You know who should follow a Bono impersonator? Bono. No, that oh. would be big. Oh, sorry. But the guy who had maybe our favorite... Malaprop ever. 
Logan Maddox, the broadcaster who oh. said it was time for a designated Hitler. Dude, designated Hitler. You, you had the best sense of humor. We loved talking to you that day. You embraced the absurdity of the moment. Well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, I appreciate it. It didn't make it any better that I came on here the next day and said that we beat off Ole Miss, if you remember that. <laughs> we do remember that. Yeah, we do remember that. You're a legend. They uh, were very happy with that game, though, for the record. <laughs> Logan. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Uh, I think it's hard to pick against my homes, man. I, I'm rooting for the Niners, but I think I'm taking Kansas City, 31-27. All right. Way to get through without cursing. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Without a single reference to the Third Reich. Well done, Logan. What a broadcasting talent. <laughs> what an artist. <laughs> That's amazing. He remembers what he did the next day. I mean, don't you? Would, wouldn't you? Yes. If, <laughs> yes, would, I would. Wouldn't you? Yes. He still probably talks about it in therapy. <laughs> and then I doubled down. I just, I tried to get out of my own way. It got uglier. And then I said they got it with the gas. Yeah. And people said that was inappropriate. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. That was in the uh, same clip. Uh, oh, my God. The legend. One of the greatest to ever wear the sweater. Jeremy Roenick. Wow. Jeremy. Good old 27. What do you say, Jeremy? What's up, boys? Always love to join my team in Chicago. What's happening? Uh, always love to talk to you. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be? Why? And how many beers has Michael Jordan had on the golf course today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it might not be beer. It might be te- tequila these days. You know, he's got that tequila going. So I'm going I'm going four tequilas on the golf course today for sure. Yeah, he makes his um, own. So why not? Yeah. Why not? You know, I... It's it's going to be a great game, I believe. But, you know, I, I'm always going to take experience in a game like that. And Mahomes just has that experience. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been there. I love Brock Purdy, but I think Mahomes is going to uh, find a way to get it done. It's with 24, 28-21, uh, KC. That's, that's what I'm going to throw at you. All right, JR. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the time. <laughs> He's love it. All right, man. Don't, All right. don't be a stranger. Jeremy Roenick, good he, stuff. He laughs at the absurdity of that being the only thing we needed from him. Yeah. I have other thoughts, you know. <laughs> no, that's fine. I've shared thoughts before. Mr. Overnight, Bart Winkler. Oh. The, <laughs> the mailman. He's joining two gizmos <laughs> right here. We're your gizmos. Who's going to win hey, the Super great. Bowl? What's the score going to be and why, Bart? <laughs> Well, thanks again uh, for having me. I'm the annual free square to this segment, as I'm always available. (laughs) Um, So I realized that, you know how Bears fans always watch the playoffs to root against the Packers? And they're always happy every year because the Packers blow it. Yeah. So every year, I end up rooting for the team to lose that ends up beating the Packers. So I don't know if this is more of an emotional prediction or what, but you can't bet against either of these guys, so I'm going to pick the one you can't bet against the longest. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this football game, 31-22. to 22. Bart Winkler. Another 22? Yeah. That's our second. Do the math on that. How do you get to 22, Bart? I mean, it's possible. It's just difficult. Our next guest. Thank you, buddy. One of the great comedians to come from this city our friend a star his special hilarious he's open for sebastian he's toured with sebastian pat mcgann oh the king back on the score what up pat you guys i just got to las vegas i brought my daughter 
And I walked into the hotel and Taylor Lautner was there. Oh my God. <laughs> Dad of the year. My head, my head is spinning <laughs> from all the Taylors. I didn't know that he dated Taylor. I just get my daughter's downloading all this to me right now. So yeah. I am trying to figure it out. Yeah. Don't Google Taylor on Taylor action. Okay. Just don't do it. Okay. It's just a recommendation. All right. So I'm going to stick. Was it, wasn't, uh, wasn't uh, the Niners' great receiver, John Taylor, didn't they have a... Yes! Yeah, back yes. in the day. Yeah, there you go. I'm sticking with the Taylors. I'm going with the Niners, guys. Uh, more probably of a wish than anything, just to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to go 31-28, Niners. 31-28. That would be a good game. Enjoy Vegas, Pat McGann. All right, I'm told we got two left. Oh, one of, the, one of our favorite moms on this show. Jam Desumu, Io's mom. Oh. It's been too long, Jam. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I miss you guys. Yeah, we think of those conversations very often as we see your son's work ethic and his continued improvement. Tell, good, tell good Io stuff. to call us. It's been too long. It's been too long. We've been away too long. <laughs> Jam, who's going to win? You guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, Jam. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be and why? Chiefs. Chiefs, 31-24. Patrick Mahone is the best QB in the league. I mean, that's, that's my prediction. That's a good reason. Thank you, Jam. <laughs> Enjoy the game. Thank you. And then, I hey, mean. Man, you know, I think Feb 9 is okay for Happy New Year. I'm going to go ahead and say that's good. Terry Bores. Oh, yes. No better person to end this with. What up, TB? How are you guys? Oh, Terry, it's so great to hear your voice. Just holding down the fort that you built, sir. Oh, I didn't build anything. <laughs> Except animus. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to win the no, Super Bowl? I think, no, I think you both are doing a lot better than holding down the fort, so uh, I'm not that stupid. Well, well but- pretty stupid these days. But uh, <laughs> anyway, no, that's a tough act to follow. So I, I t- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the uh, Chiefs as well. And I'm going to go 27-25. 27-25. I have no idea why. I think I've been drinking all day. Maybe not. But um, And I agree with uh, – I, I think they've got the best quarterback in the game, so I'm not going to – and anybody can beat the Ravens in, in Baltimore, I'll take them. I'll take them. I'll, I'll roll my dice with them. Terry, thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, you guys. You take care, all right? <laughs> Thank you, Terry. You're, you're the best. Oh, man. I'm assuming we need to break. That was amazing. That was epic. Hats off to our executive producer, the best in the business, Shane Reardon. We are Parkinson Spiegel. This is the score. And the Parkinson Spiegel Show. I mean, you guys are the best team in Chicago. Everybody knows that. We all know that the afternoon show is not afraid of anything, really. Yeah. But Afternoons on the score. Oh, I'm so excited about the Superior Bowl. Wow. <laughs> I mean, my head is spinning, man. <laughs> we had oh, God. Nico Horner and Patrick Wisdom and Ethan Katz and Jermaine Dye. We had Terry Boers and Pat Tomasulo and Pat McGann. Clyde Lawrence and Daryl Jones. I mean, we had a damn member of the Rolling Stones on the show. Yeah, Daryl Jones is a, a Chicago legend. Great 
jazz player and bassist before the Stones picked him up. He played with Sting, played with Miles Davis, a ton of heavy hitters. And then he joined the Stones and has had that incredible gig for a long, long time. That was that was so cool. And yet, Tributo played with him, got to say, 2004 at the Park West, one of our favorite nights ever. And had to remind him of it, but he remembered, you know? Yeah, well, was, yeah, he got there. He was so cool and so fun to play with that night and so cool right there. Um, so, I mean, that's that's going to be the headliner for me. How, how about you? There's, I mean, there's a ton of incredible I mean, d- people. D- Daryl Jones, man. I mean, I just, I mean, it was the first concert I ever went to. It was my dad's favorite band. Got to take him uh, at Arrowhead, took him at Soldier Field, saw them at the United Center. I mean, would. Would love to be able to tell my dad that I just talked to Daryl Jones. That's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's pretty insane. Daryl Jones texted me after and said, I accidentally said Mahomes. I tried to tell you I haven't followed football. I'm going to hear it from all the sports fan friends in Chicago. All your fault. You'll have to redeem yourself when the Stones come in July. Uh, so we'll have Daryl Jones back. That yeah, hell is yeah. outstanding. That would be incredible. That's so great. Yeah, be you know great. those uh, those non-plement music jokes I like? Like, hey, you guys played a show tonight. Yeah. yeah. You guys were up there and you were playing. Like, Daryl really liked those and he added one. He's like, you guys got a great local sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the sound will never get bigger than local, but it's really good <laughs> for a local sound. Yeah. All right. I mean, so, hey. I always think of that joke, which he added to the uh, the mix. That's incredible. How you feel, Shane? You feel good? I, f- I feel bad. That went so much longer than it ever has. Uh, apologies to all the advertisers that, that we had to cut commercials for. Okay. Well, I feel a little bad. I do feel a little bad, but I feel relieved. What You feel good about P- the, the hit rate of people who said they would come on? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say we were, we, we probably hit like 85%. It's pretty good. Um, it's pretty good. Do you want to do the hey, this person didn't call, uh, didn't answer, but, but they, they said s- they would. Do you want to do that list? I sometimes think, we do it, sometimes we don't. I think I think it's entertaining. Okay, yeah. so Jim Beheim. Oh. Chip Carey. Jason Benetti, fine. He's moving today. No problem. Don Cooper. Where is he moving? I think to another Midwest city. Okay. Don Cooper. What's he doing? Buying a bird? Not sure. Don oh. Cooper. Tori Hunter. Um, I forgot to call Dan Weederer. That's on me. <laughs> Stacy King, uh, Blackjack McDowell, um, Sean Stellato, who did call back when we were in break. Oh. That's Tommy DeVito's agent. Uh, <laughs> he did call back. Uh, Jalen Johnson was iffy in the first place. He was not able to pick up uh, John Vincent, and that's it. All right. All right. Good job, man. That's Not really that bad. Strong. But Jim Beheim was excited to do it and then said, I might be on a plane to Kansas. Beheim's like, Good luck, dude. He's, he's doing all kinds of media. He's wearing jackets with interesting liners and stuff. Like, he's, he's out there. That is unfortunate. Uh, I would have loved to talk to Beheim. Great job, though, Shane, man. Seriously, that was. But that now was... you could really talk to Beheim, maybe. Like Shane says, if these guys feel bad, if these people feel bad, we can book them for a longer yeah. actual segment. Book down them in the March. Road. Yeah. Book them in March ahead of the tournament. Yeah, there's a big basketball thing that happens every year. I think so. All right, well, you know, from one producer to the next in terms of flexing his muscles, uh, we wanted to wait till it was all official. We had heard that this was happening, uh, but we got some. We, do I, are we doing. Uh, Okay, I didn't know if I had to break again earlier or something like that based on the, the, the recoil. My, my apologies. Hey, man, the uh, news broke yesterday during the day and then became official last night at NFL Honors. But we had known and talked about it a little bit yesterday. But now that it's official that three members of this year's Hall of Fame class will have Bears ties, and two of them are legends as Bears completely, it's finally time that our guy Chris Tannehill got around to doing what he does. So it's incredibly emotional. The big personality, 
the larger-than-life personality, Steve Mongo McMichael gets the Chris Tannehill treatment. The Bear defense has become very well-known, but just in case you don't know him, Hampton, McMichael, Perry, and Dent start up front. Steve McMichael is one of those tough guys, you know, that plays that middle in there with those guys, takes on guys, does stuff in the trenches, fighter, scrapper. Better known in the locker room as Mongo. Mongo! Santa Maria! My nickname in college was Bam Bam, and it's not because I would club you on the field, it's because I bounced at a strip joint with a baseball bat. Second and eight, Kramer's back again. This time, Kramer will not get away from McMichael. Kramer is down, sacked by McMichael. They've been pressuring almost every play. Oh, there we go, Steve McMichael says he's number one. Let us know where the cameras are. Yeah. And Nickerson is hit behind the line of scrimmage by Steve McMichael, and the Rams will have to punt. Snow continues, and the crowd continues to yell. They'll play either Miami or New England, but whoever they play is going to have their hands full. After Buddy said, you'll always be my heroes, and walked out, Steve McMichael got up immediately and got the chair and threw it through the blackboard. Nobody on the face of this earth that's ever played football was going to do a damn thing against us that day. Eason dragged down by Steve McMichael, fumbles, the Bears have it. McMichael was the one who made the hit and forced the fumble. There's the celebration by Dan Hampton. That defense would have never, ever been anything like it was without the contributions of Steve McMichael. Walter Payton, Mike Ditka, Hungry Chicago, finally champions on this January day in New Orleans. All right, fans, a warm welcome sent out to Steve McMichael, the newest member of the WCW, the former interior lineman of the Chicago Bears, a real renegade in his own right, one of the hardest hitters ever in the NFL, now a part of Monday Night Raw. Steve Mongo McMichael. But let me tell you one thing. Jeff Jarrett, you better believe he quit. He saw the look in my eye. That man ran scared. Mongo is okay, this and is he's starting to come back here. He's got a sleeper of his own on. There you go. Reverse it right there. Jumped on it. He covers. He's got it. One, he got him. Two, three, yes. yes. A New United States champion. Just an incredible human being that came into our business and brought so much life, humor, love, respect. At practice, I played against some of the best defensive players of all time. Steve McMichael, who I believe should be in the Hall of Fame. And we are all thinking about you tonight, Steve, and wish you were here. A colorful and key part of arguably the best defense in history. Represented by his wife, Misty, Steve McMichael. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2024 class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And as much as Steve inspired me as a young football player and as much as he helped me develop, he's inspired me equally as much since the first time I saw him and found out he had ALS. You know what's best in the human condition, my son? Compassion. Not, Not warrior, not competitor, not alpha. The compassion in the human being. And that, you know, what's going on in the world today, you kind of lose faith in that, don't you? A little bit. But everybody that comes into my presence, now that I'm in this condition, that's the first thing I see on their face. Man, and it reinvigorates your belief in humanity. Got me good with that bit right there. That's fantastic stuff, man, seriously. Um, Yeah, chills. Those videos that have been circulating 
from you know Fox 32 and the the Hall of Fame and the NFL Honors stuff and like of all those people there around his bed. I mean George McCaskey is there. It's obviously with the like Michael's family permission and all of that. It's just, it's an incredible moment. He wanted it so badly, wants it so badly. It's just it's just so sad. It's so sad to see that larger-than-life personality experience this thing that clearly meant a lot to him. He didn't become more deserving of the Hall of Fame recently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's on the, the different committee uh, that, that gets in, and uh, you just wish it could have happened sooner for him. You know what's hard about those videos is that we can't see what the people close to him who have been there every day are probably seeing in terms of a reaction or an elevated emotion or the yeah. communication that he's able to do. And, and, and you hope and, that he's feeling it and feeling that pride that, that he deserves. The, the personality, like we all knew the personality, it became sort of a caricature of itself. But imagine that personality on a football team when some players are tight, some players are nervous, some players are stressed, and that dude is just being himself and like relaxed and chill and funny and balling out hard all along with it. Like, all those guys talk about the importance of him as a teammate in that way. Well, I mean, you know how it is. And we're going to hear Taney's uh, tribute to Devin Hester here in a couple of minutes. But you know how it is. Like, you've covered enough teams, been in enough locker rooms. Guys have roles, you know? This is the lead-by-example guy. This is the yeah. I'll-kick-your-ass guy. This is the guy we're all a little bit afraid of. Uh-huh. You know, whatever. It's the quiet guy. This is the icebreaker right yeah. here. Yeah, and he was, I mean. It's the jokester. The yeah. guy who would break you down, get you comfy. Everybody seemed to love him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of a, kind of a unifying presence. So um, this story was shared from the Boston Globe in 1981 when the coach Ron Earhart of the Patriots cut former third-round pick Steve McMichael one year after he was drafted. Drafted by the Patriots, then cut, and then the Bears picked him up. And this quote from the coach of the Patriots, uh, he was just in the pile with the other guys. Didn't show more than he showed last year. So thank you, Ron Earhart, former Patriots coach, for not seeing what you had in Steve McMichael. Because then the Bears picked him up and he goes on to a Hall of Fame career. God, that team, man. I mean, obviously, right, I, we, I've told the story a million times, conceived during it. It's, I, I only live in the glow on the aftermath of it, right? I don't remember it, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. and the, even like the the later portions of their career, the stuff that Wani tells us about, right? Oh, I, my God. I thought I, that was great what Wani told us. It was amazing, but it's not like I have like vivid memories of the 91 or 92 Bears, you know? Um, but you go back and you see that footage and you watch all of the documentaries and the NFL film stuff. It's an impossible defense. Hey, man. Impossible. I, I mean, Singletary got so much love and the other linebackers, but we know enough about football now to know what those guys were trying to tell us then is true. About Hamp and... The interior yeah. of the defensive line made linebackers' jobs easier. Yeah. I mean, that was the key to the whole thing working, was yes. the interior of the defensive line, of course. Right. If you had Hamp and, and Mongo in the middle with Richard Dent also prospering from it obviously yeah then the linebackers run sure. free and could create absolute it's havoc. like people who tell you now that that ray lucas got more praise than he even deserved because cortez kennedy and or not cortez sam adams and tony siragusa ray in, lewis yeah yeah, you said Ray, Ray Lucas. You said Ray Lucas. Other than that, I nailed that reference. <laughs> yeah, 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 but close. Ray Lucas, Champagne former quarterback. Room. 
Ray Lucas did Star Wars, right? Uh, no, Ray Lucas. Um, no, Ray Lucas was a quarterback who played briefly in, in Miami and a few other places. Used to be Park Bears Stars. director of personnel. Uh, no, it's Josh Lucas. Ah, damn. Who's the guy that? Uh, oh, Frank Lucas. Was, Frank Lucas was the, was the gangster. Yeah. Yeah. These are all names. <laughs> These are all names of people. Mob. Last name is yeah. Lucas. But anyway, uh, good vibes for Mongo, and nice to think of the 85 Bears again in a football sense. That's for damn What sure. an incredible thing Canton is going to be in terms of connecting generations of Bears fans. Let's go. Yeah. Devin Hester fans and Steve McMichael fans. Right. All together. And if the Bears are playing and it's Caleb Williams. It's going to be insane. Insane. Yeah, we got to be there. Uh all right, for the more recent generation, arguably the most exciting bear with a ball in his hands. That's a tough list. Recently fields, of course, Sayers and Walter. Devin Hester. Well, there's never been anyone like him. Devin Hester from the 16. You do expect him to break it each time he touches the ball. Looking for Lane, he's got one. Watch out here. We're all kind of witnessing history every time he touches it. Devin Hester, the rookie from Miami. The Bears are what we thought they were. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Devin Hester, goodbye. Second kickoff return of the night and an NFL record sixth return of the year. And he is unbelievable. Devin Hester, you are ridiculous. 52-yard attempt. Feely's kick, not even close. Hester, after hesitating, he's going to run it out. He is going to go all the way. It's a play that equals the longest play in the history of the National Football League. Vinatieri on the approach. Flat falls. Popping here in Miami. It sails to the far side around the 8-yard line to Hester. 20-15. Hester 5. Why does anyone ever kick to Hester? Touchdown, Devin Hester. I don't get it. I just can't believe they kicked the ball to this guy. And why would anyone ever turn their back or leave their seat when someone does? His resume is just too good. The shocking part for us is people still kick to him. Touchdown, Bears! And that, my friends, is a dozen for Devin. Chris Cluey, right now, psychologically, Devin is so far into his head. He's the best the league has ever seen. And an historic gallop. For the NFL's all-time leader in kick-return touchdowns, number 14 is now the standard. Coaches told me I wasn't going to be nothing but a, a kickoff and punt return, but I'm here today to say that, you know, I am kickoff and punt return, but at the same time, the best that ever do it. Ryan Mitchell, you were good. Devin Esther, you are ridiculously good. I think he's the best that ever did it. His vision, his awareness, his burst, his strength. Devin Esther is blown by. Another man on that list of returns in National Football League history. Eric Metcalf moves aside for Devin Hester. Devin Hester, I think by far, he's the all-time greatest. Devin Hester turned a crack into a canyon and another touchdown. I know that if he had to pick somebody to break this record, what's that would be me? Anytime catches prime time. 19th return touchdown, tying an NFL record. Hester will take it all the way. Touchdown! The man just keeps making history. Devin Hester is now the NFL all-time leader in combined return touchdowns. 14 punt returns for a touchdown. Five 
kickoff returns and one missed field goal return. Can you make the Hall of Fame as a special teams player? Couldn't want to play for a better city than Chicago. When somebody's the best the game has ever seen at what they do, how can you keep them out? A fast start delivered by the Windy City Flyer, the man they called anytime. This guy, to me, is the greatest returner. The most dangerous and successful return man the game has ever seen, Devin Hester. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2024 class of the Pro Football Hall Devin Hester, you are ridiculous. Man, that's good stuff. Man, it's awesome. Love hearing our guy Joniak on those calls, too. I saw him on Twitter the other day, said that he called all but one of them, uh, which is really, really cool. Yeah, it is. I wonder, I mean, did Gary Bender call the one before him? That's who preceded him. It was the Falcons one at the end, the one he, the, ultimately the one that broke the record. Oh, that was Ian Eagle on Westwood One during a Falcons game. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So he didn't get to do that one. Yeah. But otherwise, he did all of them. I, I, it's just so awesome. That that nine-minute video that the Bears put out, which I think is all the touchdowns, or at least a lot of the touchdowns on their Twitter account, is just incredible. Who'd you say retweeted that? Was it Caleb Williams retweeted that today? Retweeted? I mean, that's, that, that's, that, that's really cool. Well, this is a pretty good guest to have as we're talking about Devin Hester making it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Joining us now... On the hotline brought to you by Circa Sports Illinois is Devin Hester, the newest member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Devin, on behalf of all Chicago and Bears fans, sir, congratulations. I appreciate it so much, man. Thanks for having me. Wow, Devin. Man, this is amazing to get to talk to you. We we were talking yesterday because you've said it. You changed the way people watched football, man. We didn't go to get drinks when it was time for a punt return or a kickoff return. Uh, you changed it. Most definitely, man. You know, and I got to give all the credit to the great um, scheme that Coach Dave told, came up with when it came to the return game, as well as the, the special team unit that I had around me. Those guys was more passionate about the game than any other special team unit I ever played with, you know. And so it all came together, and we all worked together and made made the best of it. What was it like when you got the call? It was shocking, man. It was just more of a, just a, uh, a ton of weight off my shoulder. You know, we always expecting this to happen, you know, a year or two ago. But things didn't happen the way we wanted to. But at the end of the day, man, I was just so happy that it finally came true. Did you start to doubt if it would happen since it didn't happen the first year? No, I didn't, it wasn't no doubt in my mind because it was, you know, I, I think the, the, the um, you know, knowing and the confidence, um, was built up because, you know, I made the finals two years in a row before this, you know, and then and it came down to, you know, making the top ten the first two years. So it wasn't a doubt that I wasn't going to make it. It was just a matter of time and when. You know, it's amazing, Devin. Like, you know, working here during your career, I remember the conversations early on, like, well, what is Devin? Is he a defensive back? Is he a wide receiver? Like, what are we going to do with him? You know, like there was there was concern about what your career was going to be. And here we are, as it went on and on, it became so obvious that you were brilliant at this. You were better than everybody at this. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about how bumpy the pro career was at times early on, wasn't it? Right, most definitely. You know what I mean? And, and with two guys having that question, I had questions like that. You know, know what I mean? About myself, you know what I mean? And, and at the end of the day, you know what I mean? I just sit back and I, and I, you know what I mean? I thank God that, you know what I mean? Some, he always have a plan for every, everybody. plan is different, you know what I mean? And, of course, if I could have played corner a receiver, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, who knows if I would have been in the situation? You know, but God had another plan for me to be a special teamer. 
And not only that, you know what I mean? He wanted me to be the best and the best at this position. And that's something that a lot of players can't do right now. Consider yourself as the number one Hall of Famer in their category. And I'm, I'm just blessed to be that guy. Do you know who's going to induct you? I don't have that. I don't know yet. I haven't decided yet. Do you have a favorite return? Uh, probably be the Super Bowl. I mean, that's a good answer. That's one of yeah. the that's one of the all time moments. But like we were talking about it earlier, you watch all your returns. There's a million different ways and a million different styles. You got Chris Cluey pretty good a couple times. Uh, that, that, right. that Vikings guy and 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 Todd Sauerbrunn. You remember jumping over Todd Sauerbrunn when he was a Bronco, Devin? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Devin, man, thank you so I know, I know you only had a couple of minutes. Thank you so much for calling in, and uh, congratulations. We cannot wait. To, uh, we're all hoping to be there in Canton to, uh, to watch you get enshrined, man. You really deserve it. You're the best to ever do it, and no one ever will break your records because of the rules. You changed the sport of football, sir. Appreciate you guys for having me, man. Thanks, thank Devin. It's Devin Hester. That's awesome. Yeah, man, I, I, I remember. Shane's having a good day. Shane, yeah, yeah, Shane's just flexing now. He's just showing off now. That, that, that's amazing. I, I remember all those years of being like, all right, well, what? Yeah, okay, no, he's great and he's fast and he's talented, but but he can't be a wide receiver. And he's like, he, he, Cutler said he's not a go up and get a guy, and he's he's not really a corner. Like, what is he? Well, I'll tell you what he is is an absolute genius as a kick returner. Like every move in the books, a, a way to of reading the field like nobody else you've ever seen. Go watch those highlights. You know that move that. A lot of kick returners have to do towards the end to beat that one last guy where they have to like change direction yeah. or slow down and deke him. The confidence and the swagger that he makes that move with every time is just like, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I see you coming. I'll just do this. The Thanks. change of direction oh. was pretty easy for him. It, it, and towards the end, he, he knows he's got the end zone. And just the the confidence. But seriously, nobody read the field like that guy. Yeah, I mean, the on a field of a bunch of fast guys – to be the fastest guy noticeably to any eye test was, was pretty amazing. And uh, yeah, the Super Bowl return, man, like you knew you were going up against Peyton Manning and Devin Hester opens it with a return, just an unbelievable moment. And he had done it twice in other games. He had had two returns for touchdowns. So you're like, oh, he might do it again. Watching himself on the video board Incredible. in the Super Bowl. Incredible. Such a cool moment, man. That was uh I mean, we are just carried by our producers each and every day. Excellent production by Tanny. Great job getting Devin on the fly by Shane. Nick Wright will join us coming up at 5 o'clock. There are people still weighing in on Caleb Williams and the Bears, but I feel like we need to just, like, take a breath and talk amongst ourselves. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Every Friday is Pizza Friday. All right, I'm all in on Pizza Friday. Pizza Friday is kind of the end of the week. Weekend's getting ready to start. Afternoons on the score. I eat the pizza. All by myself. Nobody else eats. Eat the pizza. There's lots of people who take good care of us around here at the Parkinson Spiegel Show. None better than our good friends over at Renali's. Happy National Pizza Day. Renali'sPizzaBars.com. They sent over 10 pizzas Mm -hmm. and they made up flyers congratulating us for being the number two major market show in the country on Barrett Sports Media. They get the show, and they still have the Danny Parkin special on the menu, the sausage and uh, hot jardinere, 
and they donate a portion of everyone sold at multiple locations to the Mount Naughty Brain Tumor Institute in honor of my brother Brad. Incredible. And oh, by the way, their pizza is slamming. Yeah, it's very good. You could go to the one in the West Loop. There's Rinaldi's all over the place. Um, the one in the West Loop is a great spot before a Bulls game or before a Blackhawks game. But you said it, Rinaldi'sPizzaBars.com. Find one near you. The hot honey and Soprosetta is out there. There's all kinds of pies. And you know they, they care when they point out the number two afternoon show saying. of 2023. That's what I'm saying. They and, care. And they write underneath in, in, in cursive, here are some pizzas to celebrate. Cursive is that extra touch. Twist my arm. Celebrate. Go there and watch the Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't go to bars for the Super Bowl very often because it's normally too expensive. Rinaldi's, both locations, not expensive at all. $9 vodka soda stadium cups. Not a tiny little rock stadium size. Cups. Stadium cups. As go big get, as a stadium? Man, I remember in college, like, going to the fireplace inn and getting the, on Thursdays, $5, 22-ounce vodka lemonades. This is a better deal than that. $9 stadium cup vodka sodas. You're going to wow. be hammered. You're not going to care how much they show Taylor Swift. <laughs> I got to say, that is a great deal. And we celebrate pizza Friday every Friday. I, 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 don't, I don't know about these days. I did not know it was National, national pizza, pizza Day. National Pizza Day. It's a big deal. I, 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 apparently. That's I, what they told me. They texted, do you want to celebrate National Pizza Day on Friday? I said, why, Matt, I had no clue it was, but why, of course yes, we, we would. We yes, do. Yes. Why would we not? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It, I mean, it's honestly, this is Chicago. It's, it's National Pizza Day around here a lot more often than that, but hey. Any excuse for some Rinaldi's pizza. So maybe we should go over there for the game after we do our thing earlier in the day. Because we've got our thing earlier in the day with everybody that will all be together. And, yes. and hopefully a bunch of the listeners will be there with us. It'll be a great day for a twofer, frankly. Yeah, and I, I mean. You can handle it. I, sure, I can handle you it. You have the stamina of a I, 37-year-old. I do. But then I got first in pot at night, so I have to say, stay somewhat sober. Uh, but I just emphasis on somewhat. By the way, but yes, I've all, heard the podcast. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, Actually, I haven't. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sunday at Benchmark in Old Town, Mully and Haw, Bernstein, Holmes, Rahimi, and us, Parkinson Spiegel, all seven of us on the air together from noon to three. So, of course, listen. But uh, if you want to come on out, there's going to be free food. We are the entertainment. There's other entertainment, but again, free food. All you got to do is have the Circa app downloaded. Have a hundred bucks. Uh, in your app, go to circusports.com for the invite and all the information. Benchmark, a sister location of Rinaldi's, too, by the way, if really? that matters to you. Same hospitality group, 4-H Hospitality. Matt Doherty from Rinaldi's will be there with us at Benchmark. Oh. If you want to say hello to him, pretty much a member of the show. Yeah, he is. He's always around. A seventh member. Ray's number five, Lapka's number six, Conor O'Donnell seven, Matt Doherty is number eight. Okay. All right. Grody still in the top ten? No. Okay. That's too bad. Top team. Uh, he's got his own show. He moved out of the city. Yeah, he's got his own show too. He's got the, he's got the daily score. He doesn't need us. Oh, like I he get used it. to need us. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand. So there's some Super Bowl props, Danny, that I haven't been able to find. Maybe they're out there though. Maybe you know, or some of the listeners know. Okay. Like total screen time for Taylor Swift. Like total seconds that she's going to be on uh, on on screen. If you wanted to bet that, can you bet that these days? Or total number of cutaways to uh, Mike Shanahan. Kyle's dad, like things like that. I don't know if those kind of broadcast props that I've always sort of fancied are even out there among the uh, so among the, the sites. They are not on the legal sites because, like, how many seconds of that? You know what I mean? It it, it can be subjective. It's a it's a stopwatch, and and how how many mentions was it in a, in a crowd shot? It, it, it's hard. It's harder to do. So generally speaking, uh-huh. your circas, your fan duels, your draft kings. 
they're going to do things that are, are you, that you can count that are that they, they can be verified by a box. Score. How about this? How many times will they use a pylon cam? You realize they have twenty pylon cams. Th- that I don't think you can gamble on. Every single pylon has a cam. There are twenty pylons. It's either twenty or ten. Is it five in each? Uh, is it five there for be each? Four in each end zone. Well, but I know that it's right front corner, back corner, front left, like left and right corner. So maybe it's the fir- it's the first down ones because now they have little those first down okay. pylons. Well, yeah, so that so that would be so it's ten maybe. Yeah, that 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 feels more accurate. Okay. Yeah, because because yeah, there's there's four pylons per end zone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where where, where the tw- the twenty twenty's a lot. Twenty's a big number of pylons, right, man. Right. You've seen a football field before. I, I, I definitely have. You've watched the NFL. All right, call it ten. All um, right. So so eight pylons and then two in the first down. Yeah, two with the, the first down. The sticks. They have a camera in every single pylon now. All right, so that that'll be it interesting. Seems unnecessary. I agree, but it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's I mean, the you home may as of well. unne- this is where unnecessary lives. That's true. Is at the Super Bowl. D- did you read about the Doink cams? I did. They have yes. what? It's four or for five the, for the uprights. For the uprights, so they yeah. have the Doink cams now. Yeah, and so the, that's and, that's brand new for this Super Bowl. Well, and Moody, the kicker for the Niners, he's missed four kicks in the last three games. A little shaky, mm-hmm. rookie pressure. Don't draft kickers. Very, very shaky I'm just, out there. I'm just talking through this stuff because I'm trying to put together my my gambling portfolio for Sunday, like what I'm going to do, how much I'll have, different directions. There'll yeah. be a parlay. There will be a couple straight-up bets. I want to have some goofy, dumbass props just for for giggles. Uh, anything you know? that you – if you see a line for something online that you can't figure out how to bet, so just text me. And, You'll take my action? And you're filled. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you I mean, always do that. I mean, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, you're just trying to be my debaucher. You know, I'm, try- I'm trying to take your money. Uh, yeah, I, I'll be the I'll be the house if you wanna if you wanna lay the juice on some on some long odds bets that you that you see online. I'm happy to book your action. That's <laughs> yeah, you not, really are. That's not a problem. Uh, yeah, I mean, I listen the the bet that's very popular right now mm-hmm. is Kelsey for MVP. He was twenty to one. He was seventeen to one. He's fourteen to one because it's going viral on Reddit that Taylor Swift fans are going to vote for Travis Kelsey because 20% of the Super Bowl MVP vote is now voted on by fans. So a tight end's never won the award, and he almost assuredly, it's kind of like when the Barstool guys threw their weight behind Mitch Trubisky in that Nickelodeon game, Oh yeah, and he was the slime MVP even though they lost the game, but just because Big Cat thought it would be funny if Trubisky won that award, so he won it. Travis Kelsey's going to get 20% of the Super Bowl MVP vote. Now, if he has a terrible game, he won't win because the writers won't do it. Uh, Or if the Niners win, he won't get it because the writers won't do it. But if he has a good game and he splits the vote among the writers in the building between him and Mahomes, Mm. who want to buy into the Taylor Swift narrative, who want to be a part of history because the tight ends never won it before or whatever, the fans, the Swifties, legitimately could give Travis Kelsey... Super Bowl MVP. That is a that is fourteen to one. If you're interested, wow, right now, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's, that's out there because it, it, it's tough to imagine, you know, Kelsey having a big day and it not going to Mahomes. It's it's hard to conceive it's, of that. It, it would have to be a low scoring game where Kelsey had the massive quantity of catches and t- right. Like if if the final score if it was seventeen ten, 
like the AFC Championship game against the Ravens, but Kelsey had two touchdowns. Like, if he had both of the touchdowns, I could see a world where, like, nine catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns, it's more impressive for a tight end to do that than a quarterback to only throw two touchdowns in a game. I think that I think a low-scoring game where Kelsey has almost all of the touchdown production is probably your only formula for that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, no one's ever won three straight Super Bowl MVPs for their team in a game, like when they won the Super Bowl. So even though this would just be two straight Super Bowls, two straight Super Bowl MVPs, he's won two of them the so, last two so, times. So, so like, uh, like, Brady has, uh, I think, five. But like he went, he won one, won one. Then Dion Branch won one. Then what? So like he never won three in a row uh, when he was on a winning team. Sure, Lynn Swan won one year instead For, of Bradshaw. Instead of Bradshaw, exactly. Uh, Jerry Rice won one, the third one, instead of Joe Montana. So um, obviously, because Mah- Jerry Rice had two hundred and fifteen yards receiving. Right. Obviously, Mahomes in a Super Bowl. It's not consecutive Super Bowls because he lost the one to Tampa. But in terms of three consecutive. Super Bowl MVPs for a winning team that would go to Mahomes. You you don't like that's a baseball stat. And that's you. what I'm saying. It's it felt, it felt very baseball. That's a baseball stat for you. You're putting fun stuff together. All right, I could go back over the 19 no, non roster. I don't want you to. I don't want you to. Players. Uh, we have a the Parkinson Spiegel show. I was listening to those two gizmos giving you a hard time. And Are we talking Parkinson Spiegel. You got my it. guys. Yeah. Afternoons on the score. So you would take the quarterback, change okay, you know, Caleb and trade Joe. That's Jay Glazer with Mully and Haw. We'll talk to Nick Wright in 10 minutes. We'll uh, talk Super Bowl with him. Chiefs super fan. Fox Sports 1's first things first. Member of the Chiefs inner circle, or so it seems. I have questions. Yeah, understandably. Um, It was a hell of a life. But everyone at the Super Bowl has been weighing in on Caleb v. Justin. And there's been a lot of Caleb Williams praise and a lot of Justin Fields praise. There hasn't been a lot of negativity towards either because it doesn't really seem like they deserve it. But Merrill Hodge, who, to be honest, has some pretty impressive draft hits. Stephen Jung, who does some work for our company, notes a few of them. He had Johnny Manziel as not a first, second, or third round quarterback. He had Khalil Mack ahead of Jadavion Clowney. He had C.J. Stroud as the only quarterback with a first-round grade last year. Hmm. Here's Merrill Hodge on Caleb Williams. Oh, I've only watched Caleb Williams three games last year, three this year, so I'm only halfway done, okay? The one thing that I that is clear, he is not special. He is not something unique like a Patrick Mahomes, and I hope the Bears don't think, well, let's, let's, let's try to – make up for our mistake when we pass up Patrick Mahomes and go get the Patrick Mahomes. The kid is not Patrick Mahomes. Ain't even remotely close to that. It is unfair to Justin Fields. He has had new coordinator, new coordinator, new coordinator. There's no possible way you can know about your guy when you do that. It's the worst thing that can happen to any player, especially a quarterback. Now, when Justin came out, the one thing that I thought he had, he had just an inexperience. He just needed more experience. He lacked that but what I have seen in Justin Fields, from my evaluation, there's enough growth and hope there that I would not lose. I would not let him go because I see enough there. Mm, interesting. Well, I disagree with him. Uh, it's certainly on the on the fields part, and we've talked about that ad nauseum. It's it's 38 starts, and it hasn't been new coordinator, new coordinator, new coordinator. It's been two. There was there was Nagy and that disaster, and then it's been two years with Getzey. 
and uh, and and you yeah, know. I mean, like, I, it always depends on when you're doing the marking, right? Like, if if you count his last year in college, it was three different offenses in three years, from Ryan Day to Matt Nagy sure. to, to Luke Getzey. But every rookie goes from a college system to an NFL system. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yes, then he has had two years with him. But the field stuff, notwithstanding. Caleb is not special saying he's watched six games of Caleb and he's not special, but he says he's only halfway done and maybe he'll get to that other film work. Maybe he won't. Oh, I've only watched Caleb Williams three games last year, three this year. So I'm only halfway done. Okay. The one thing that I, that is clear, he is not special. Yeah. See that uh, he is not special is just an, like, I, I want more specifics. Well, he's only halfway done. He watched three games this year, three last year. Caleb Williams notoriously played 12 career games <laughs> yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's a little light on the halfway done. But I just, I don't get, I, I would want to know the specifics of what's not special because I, it feels pretty obvious that the arm talent and improvisational ability are both special. That feels obvious. We got we got a break. The, 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 that does feel obvious, but really special for quarterback means you're a good pocket quarterback as well as that other stuff. That's yeah. what truly makes you special. So I want to know what what he means by it. I agree. Nick Wright on the Super Bowl. And sure, Caleb V. Justin next on the score. Every time I come on this show, old school great radio. Nick Wright. You know, once upon a time, I used to think I was Kansas City's favorite son. And then Patrick Mahomes came along and very rudely took the spot from me. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1. The bell of the ball. How are you feeling? Like a champion (laughs) is how I'm feeling. Let's go. Host of the What's Right podcast. We're going back to Lil Wayne right now, right? I mean, it was a somewhat surreal experience just being there in his living room. And he's such a good guy, man. Likewise, man. Thank you. Always wanted to talk, man. Always. I text him, what are you doing for the game? And he instantly hit me back and he was like, well, I did the intro for the game. Did you hit an intro? I think they want me to come out for the game, but I'm going to tell them I can't because my man Nick's in town. Can't get better than that if you ask me. Member of the WAER Syracuse Radio Hall of Fame. Nick Wright, I get an email, or Fritzy does. He goes, uh, Nick gave away your Marconi. Danny Parkins, who hosts Afternoons on the Score in Chicago. He didn't win because Greg Hill from Boston won. I don't know what they submitted. That's outrageous. <laughs> It doesn't matter. That is what we call paying it forward. Paul Pabst. Nick Wright put the award. Somehow it's in the WSCR studios. Mitch Rosen, he's dodging my calls. I can't get a hold of the award. Nick Wright with Parkinson Spiegel. The best local sports radio station in the entire country, despite employing Danny Parkinson. On 670 The Score. First things first, it's a hit TV show on Fox Sports 1. Of course, our listeners don't watch it because it competes with us, but seemingly everyone else in the country checks it out. Our guy Nick Wright, kind enough to join us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline. Download the Circus Sports app today. Dan Patrick's Marconi is in Matt Spiegel's hands. What's up, Nick? So I feel like I've kind of gotten screwed here, Parco. Hi, Matt. Um, Hi, Nick. I was told I needed to do this via Zoom, and yet I can't see you guys. <laughs> I'm just looking at a screen that says 670 the score. Yeah, no, Is this because this is one of the many days, Danny, where you're working from home, or what the hell's going on here? We forgot to jump in the Zoom. We didn't jump in the Zoom. At some is, point. This is also that we can take your incredible takes and associate video with it and uh, you know repurpose it for social media later. Yeah. 
But you guys aren't there. Okay, whatever. I listen. I, a lot's changed in radio since I, you know, since, since I was doing it. it uh, you, the technology's yes. seemingly gotten better, but you're not using it. I, I don't know. Um, which member of the Rolling Stones did your ace producer, the real star of the show? get to make a pick this year we had a legendary chicago bass player daryl jones who has been in the stones for decades now hopped on and uh and we got to talk to him it was it, it was outrageously cool that's a good awesome day. that's one of the coolest bits in radio that's how you guys become a top two afternoon show in the entire country <laughs> uh have, at spiegel by the way has yeah. danny told you that one of our dear friends and so Danny in you, this show, if you guys haven't talked about it, I assume you've talked about it a ton knowing Parkins, <laughs> but if the listeners don't know, it was named the second best major market afternoon radio show in the country. Yeah. The guy who hosts first and pod with Parco, his show was named the best. So like Danny got second best major market and now, and Spilifoni still has bragging rights because he was named best mid-market. So we don't how about kiss that? each other's so, fannies on this show. Yeah, have you ever seen them kiss each other's fannies? Because they don't do it uh, according to the you know, promo for First and Pod, but I feel like you might have seen it live, Nick. So here's the thing. That <laughs> it is so funny that Pony felt, and that's who I call Andrew Filipponi. He does afternoons on uh, the fan in Pittsburgh. If people want to listen to a show that's number one, right? Number two, <laughs> uh, in the genre. Uh, it, on this show, on First and Pod, they curse. Yeah. Danny seems to flirt with doing the show, you know, in a somewhat inebriated state. There's a lot of things... But for some reason, Andrew drew the line at saying "kiss each other's asses," <laughs> and he was like, "Fannies." I didn't, I didn't understand it then, and I certainly don't understand why that was decided to be part of the sizzle reel. But I know that's not why you guys are bringing me. On. We don't kiss each other's fannies on this show. No, it, it no, makes these course. guys so happy, and uh, yeah, you are our number one, and at times it feels like only listener of First and Pod, and we appreciate. It's a great show. <laughs> the only way it could have been better is if either you or Filipponi knew that even if Brock Purdy throws 11 touchdowns and wins Super Bowl MVP, the Niners are barred by the collective bargaining agreement from paying him for another full year. Like, it's a great podcast <laughs> that has about one egregious fact error an episode. And so, but I still love it. I still I maintain, it. it doesn't matter. I, if, if he wins the Super Bowl and has 11 touchdowns, they'll pay him after next year. That's yeah, that's but that's point. not the conversation you guys had. Okay. Let's be honest. Okay. You were talking about him getting paid this off season and I wasn't there in time. You know, I'm your ombudsman for that show. I text you guys all the time about, you know, takes I like or fact errors. You have Spiegel for this one. Yes. On that one, you have Filipponi who's, you know, juggling a newborn and a lot of stuff. But let's talk about why the Chiefs are going to kick the Niners ass. Let's do it. So I'm curious because you are one of the few, you know, Bears fans do not know what this is like. Most NFL fan bases do not know what it is like uh, to be in the Super Bowl, be in, on Championship Sunday every year. Confidence level in the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl for you going into the game compared to the previous Niners won, the Bucks won, the Eagles won. How does this one feel compared to those other three? Oddly, second most confident <laughs> But the game I was most confident for is the one they got rolled. 
So take that oh. for what you will. Um, that, uh, you know, the 2020 Chiefs had won seven straight games the previous year to win the Super Bowl, and then were going into the Super Bowl 16 and one that year. When Mahomes played, he sat out their final game of the year. That team had won 23 of 24 games and really felt like a special, special team. And, you know, then all of a sudden was down four offensive linemen and got rolled. This, here's the thing. The Chiefs, the Niners have gone from Jordan Love, who's good and young, and I know it's tough for Bears fans. I get it, but don't worry. You're about to have Caleb, I would imagine. Uh, Jared Goff, who's fine, to Patrick Mahomes. So they are about to go from a medium degree of difficulty, medium degree of difficulty to, you know, Madden mode from the last couple of weeks. They have played two, they have played consecutive bad defenses. They are about to face, I believe, the best defense in the NFL. The Chiefs, on the other hand, have just gone from Josh Allen to Lamar Jackson to Brock Purdy and the Ravens defense to this Niners defense, which has been downright mediocre for the better part of six weeks. So the the Raven, the Niners are about to have their toughest test. The Chiefs are about to be under the easiest circumstances. The Niners have been at home. The Chiefs have been on the road. Patrick Mahomes, as you pointed out on First and Pod, credit to you, 11-0 in a dome, 26 touchdowns, two picks, 320 yards per game. He has the second most wins of any quarterback ever at Allegiant Stadium, which is where the Raiders play. <laughs> Only Derek Carr has more. Mm -hmm. And the Chiefs are healthy on offense. And there is, right now, I, I just, I think that there are a lot of things the Niners can exploit, the Chiefs can exploit on San Francisco. And the only thing the Niners can exploit is if Christian McCaffrey can have a Terrell Davis in 97 type of game. But I don't know if you should listen to me. I've only been the only person in America correct about the Chiefs every step of the way. Every step of the way. You carved out a, a niche as a Mahomes guy, and that's worked out nicely. He's the pride of Kansas City, Nick Wright. What is it about him as you have gotten closer, and I mean, I saw the hug at last year's parade. I, I mean, I, you seems like you're, if not inner circle, you're tangential to inner circle at this point. But what is it about him? Because he doesn't get rattled and make the mistakes, man. It's like I, I, I don't, I don't understand how you can be that freewheeling and comfortable to be creative and chaotic without a single turnover worthy play this entire off season to go along with it. So I'll give you an anecdote and then I'll give you some facts. The, my favorite Mahomes anecdote ever is he had one of those, the, I don't know if it was a whoop ring or one of those devices that measures your heart rate on during the epic uh, overtime divisional round game against Buffalo from a couple years ago. The one that afterwards the NFL had to change the rules because it's not fair to the Bills, even though the Chiefs had lost a conference championship game two years prior under the exact same circumstances. No one gave a damn, but it doesn't matter. Um, in that game, Mahomes only had an elevated heart rate when he was on the sideline. So he got anxious and nervous when he couldn't when control Josh it. Allen had the ball. And once he got the ball, he was calm. And that I think speaks, to, and that includes the 13 second sequence that speaks to who he is. What we have seen 
not just this. So the last time Patrick Mahomes threw an interception in the postseason was the culmination of the only bad half of playoff football he's ever played. The second half against Cincinnati in the AFC title game. And to this day, he would tell, well, I to this day, he would, I don't know if he'd say it publicly, but I know that game burns him more than the Super Bowl. That is the only playoff game that I think he, and now I can't speak for him, but I think he feels like he cost them the game. Like that was my mistakes. I blew it. And since that moment, that was also the last pass he ever threw to Tyree Kill. He hasn't made a single postseason mistake. He hasn't thrown a, it's, it's, they are six and oh, they have been underdogs in four of the six games. He, they have gone on the road twice. He has thrown zero interceptions. He is also averaging 90 fewer yards per game than in his playoff career leading up to that. And so we had the discussion yesterday, is Patrick Mahomes a game manager this season? And the answer is Patrick Mahomes is has turned himself into the best of whatever the situation demands. <laughs> if it is a game like Buffalo, where it's going to be up and down the field, they all of a sudden have eight 20-plus yard plays, could have scored 30-plus points if not for the fumble at the goal line on the road in inclement conditions. If it's the Ravens game, where after getting the 17 points on the board in the first half, the only goal is not turning the ball over, he can make sure that happens as well. If it's the Eagles or Bengals games last year and the biggest plays of the game demand he run, even though he has a half-broken ankle, he can do that too. And so there, there is not a type of quarterbacking that this guy can't do. And again, this is why I think Bears fans should be excited because there's only been one player the last decade that stylistically and talent-wise looks like Patrick Mahomes, and that guy's Caleb. Now, I don't know if you'll have the mental makeup Patrick does, but that guy should be your guy's quarterback for the next decade. Yeah, and we certainly think he will be. We're talking to Nick Wright of First Things First and Fox Sports 1. You know I think the Mahomes-Brady stuff is like the 10th most interesting thing yeah, I don't understand how you could think that, but yeah, you do. I, I do. I'd just, much I, rather talk about Chris Jones against the the Niners' right it, side of their offensive line. No, but ratings listen, bonanza. I'm a, but but I, you know, you're you're our guest. I'm a good host. You are great at the goat stuff <laughs> and the historical context stuff. I am curious uh, your perspective on Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and their chances of being considered the goat coach quarterback tight end when it's all said and done for each of them all right I think Kelsey's already there okay um I nobody in no tight end in NFL history has more than four total thousand yard seasons more than three consecutive Kelsey had seven in a row and sacrificed the opportunity for eight uh in this season when he was 14 yards away from it to get his body right and ended up paying great dividends right now in all of nfl playoff history this is not amongst tight ends this is amongst players the most catches in playoff history travis kelsey second is jerry rice the most yards per game in playoff history is travis kelsey 86 that's crazy the most the most receiving touchdowns Number one, Rice. Number two, Kelsey. It, the most total touchdowns. Number one, Rice at 22. 
tied for second, Emmett Smith and Thurman Thomas at 21, Kelsey at 19. <laughs> so he could end up passing all of them. Most receiving yards in playoff history, Jerry with 2240, number two, Travis Kelsey with 1810, I think. So he is going to be, or he already is, first or second in everything for the playoffs. And so he, to me, and people say, ah, Gronk has four rings. I don't think we should do ring counting for the tight end position. But if we are, it should be noted, the Atlanta Super Bowl, Gronk did not play the second half of that season or that Super Bowl. And I think Kelsey's about to have a third ring. So Kelsey's already the GOAT. Reed is a tricky one. So Reed is closer than anybody recognizes when it comes to this stuff. Andy, Bill Belichick, has 31 postseason wins. Andy Reid has 25. He's six away. Bill Belichick is 44 regular season wins ahead of Andy, and Bill Belichick is currently unemployed. So as far as those records would seem to matter to to Bill, if Andy keeps coaching four more years, he'll pass him in all of those. Then you get to, yeah, but will he get to six Super Bowls if he has to do that? If he has to do that, probably not. But if they win this weekend and he has three, you've got to imagine he'll get at least one more over the next few years. And then you start having this conversation. Without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick won zero career playoff games, made the playoffs twice. Without Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid went to five Conference championship games, won Super Bowl, made the playoffs 13 times. That Bill Belichick has had eight losing seasons. Andy Reid has had three. <laughs> so it at least is going to be a discussion. And then when it comes to Mahomes-Brady, there the I don't believe he has to get to seven. I do think he would need more than three. And everybody says correctly, Brady had three in his first four years. That's correct. He also had three in his first 13 years. So Patrick will be well ahead of pace, right? If the Chiefs win Sunday, here's the numbers for Brady. If you just take out both of their rookie seasons when they didn't play. Brady, seven rings in 22 seasons. That's 32%. Uh, 10 Super Bowl appearances in 22 seasons. That's 45%. And... 14 conference championship games in 22 seasons. That's 64%. Mahomes, if they win Sunday, three rings in six years, 50%. And even if they lose, by the way, he's at 33%, which is ahead of the pace. Four Super Bowl appearances in six years, 67% way out of the pace. And six for six on conference championship game appearances, that's 100%. The one, Brady will have him beaten in rings and time suspended by the league for obvious cheating. So people can do with it what they want. <laughs> that's incredible stuff from Nick Wright. Um, and I think you're right that Reed is closer I mean, he 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 had over 500 seasons with Jeff Garcia and Kevin Cobb, and five times with Alex Smith. Five times. It's it's insane the volume of success with all the all the different quarterbacks. And Nick, I looked at um, something you shared today from November. It was an episode of your What's Right show where you were breaking down the Hall of Fame semifinalists into a group of finalists, and then you came up with a list of five. 
and the five you came up with were the five that got in. So yeah. that's, they finally got it right. Yeah. They finally agreed with me. I mean, they, yeah. they, I mean, you absolutely nailed it, which is which is absurd. We've been celebrating Hester and and Mongo Damn and and, and Peppers. Is Hester the last specialist, the last return specialist to ever get in? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, listen, the um, just doesn't I exist talk- anymore. The gig doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, I mean, Vinatier- is Vinatieri in? I don't know. Like, Kickers will get in. Tucker next year. Vinatieri's um, on the docket next year. But um, but I think that they, I think they did this perfectly, personally, if I may. Like, Andre Johnson, I don't care what the numbers are. I, I value, were you in the discussion for the best at your spot for at least a half decade? He was. So I wanted him in. Patrick Willis, by the exact same math, he needed to be in. Dwight Freeney was the best defensive player on a great team for over a decade. He needed to be in. Hester, to me, it was an, if you are the best ever at something and it's something that matters, then you get into the Hall of Fame. And who did I leave out? There was somebody I didn't mention there that got in. Did uh, you say Peppers? The, peppers. Oh, Peppers. Oh, yeah. I've, and well, Peppers was a. Peppers, you don't even have to talk about. Right. I mean, yeah, hundred and sixty no, sacks. He's in. Yeah. I mean, it, the there was no there was no question on Peppers. People were upset. People assumed Gates was going to be first ballot, and Gates will get in, but he didn't. To me, Gates didn't have the career that demanded first ballot, and so I think they. I, listen, as you mentioned, Matt, these were the five I said I wanted to get in. They are the five that got in. But this is why the NFL Hall of Fame is so great, because it is so gosh darn hard to get in. Because next year, new guys come available. Oh, and man. Hold on a what? second. Well, hold on a second, Nick. I had to get upstaged. Nick. I had to get upstaged. I got my TV star friend, and now I got number one in my podcast. Those pony just called Nick, in. can you hear me? Oh, my goodness. Andrew, <laughs> oh, wow. You were bashing Danny. Is it true you were talking smack on Danny? I heard you were saying mean things and complimentary things of me, and I wanted to get in on the fun. Is that true? (laughs) Well, it's partially true. I'd like to congratulate you on the, you know, the having the the number one ranking for your talk show, and you can lord over Danny that he has a number two ranking and you have number one. I also was trying to discuss about how neither you nor Danny knew that the Niners were not legally allowed to pay Brock Purdy this offseason. Another factor by the first and pod crew need. To clean that up and then lastly why did you say kiss each other's fannies when you drop f-bombs on the pod with regularity can't do f-bombs on the podcast anymore because we're simulcast on terrestrial radio stations big shot oh, oh wow well i guess that answers the question um also i have another by the way uh, you're I, wrong about yeah. hester every single guy that was on the ballot should have made the hall of fame over him Okay, well, this guy, uh, this is also Andrew. Uh, you're the worst. To, yeah, you're the worst. Trying to argue that Heinz Ward is a Hall of Famer because of his when blocking. Heinz Ward is lucky to be a Steeler Hall of Famer, much less a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Like if Heinz Ward gets in, you know who should be super pissed? Wayne Trebet. So miss me with this. Devin Hester shouldn't be Hall of Famer nonsense. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick, yeah. if you asked yeah. every single person in that room, you can start a team with Antonio Gates or Devin Hester. How many people say Devin Hester? Zero. Not one. Yeah, but really? That's not a single guy. 
Okay, well, I'd rather add the Kansas City Chiefs are in the midst of a dynasty. And if you're telling me I could add to it Antonio Gates or Devin Hester, I'd take Hester. So take no, that. No, he would not. Yeah, I would. <laughs> we have Kelty. We have Kelty. Hester's a uh, – give right. me a break. Also, no, it's a museum, yeah. Pony. Yeah. It's about honoring the history of the game. It's not about starting a team. Right. It's asking, like, would you rather have, uh, you know, a, a closer like Dennis Eckersley or Cal Ripken on your team? That's not fair to think of it that way. It's a museum. Right, so let me ask you a que- let me ask you a question, Spiegel. Should yes. the best long snapper in NFL history be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, Patrick Manley should be Patrick in the Hall Man- of Fame. He should be as a matter of fact. He should be fact. in all Hall of Fame, oh, actually. Come on. Hey, Pony, <laughs> allow me to be the one to point out that we are a major market <laughs> afternoon show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that you might be number one, but market size matters, sir. Can I hold on? And I can I just revisit this for a moment, please. I, <laughs> a lot of things are going I on here. I do not agree. If you you did something very tricky, which was you went to Gates as saying, yeah. which is you can make that argument. That's fine. I do not think and you can it make is anywhere genuine argument that you would take Hester over Gates, which is preposterous. But continue. No, well, I, it was because my team already has Travis Kelsey, you doofus, and so we. Right. And no Antonio team can Gates put two tight ends on the field at the same time. Correct. Yeah, Keep been going. there, done that. We're trying to do new things in Kansas City. The, the, here's the point I'm making. I think I do not think it is clear cut that people would want Heinz Ward over Devin Hester, and I do yes, not think. I, if football night in America didn't exist, Heinz Ward would never have even been a semifinalist. That guy was a nice player for a long time. Like Nick, they, Peter King yeah. named him one of the four best receivers of the 40 years he spent covering football. Now, if Danny yeah. and Matt, who have Peter King on the show once a week, yeah. if they want to disparage him and pick apart his credibility, <laughs> by all means, guys, go ahead. Hey, Pony, are, are the Steelers going to panic and give up the first-round pick for Justin Fields? I hope so. No, because it's only going to take a second or third. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Your one might be very nice. Uh, can I Can I ask one more thing? Please. If I made a Pony back to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Um. Hey, aren't you sick of being wrong about the Chiefs, you <laughs> giant clown, picking against them every round of the playoffs and every time. So here's what, this is why First and Pod's such a good listen. Here has been the story arc of Andrew Filipponi with the Chiefs. Give me all the reasons Thursday night why Miami's going to go into Arrowhead and win. And then Sunday night after the game, be like, well, turns out it was cold and therefore it doesn't count. Give me all the reasons why Buffalo is going to beat the Chiefs and then be like, well, turns out Buffalo was missing their inside linebacker too. Doesn't count. Give me all the reasons why Baltimore is going to mud stomp the Chiefs and then come on Sunday night and be like, gosh darn it. The Ravens' play caller run the ball button wasn't working. Not a thing Kansas City had to do with it. And then in the Super Bowl pod, gave me all the reasons the Chiefs might blow out San Francisco yeah. and then pick the Niners. <laughs> That's right. he's, he's just setting it up so you have to listen to both episodes. Which, Thursday by, for which, the come by on. the way, Nick, I'm not going to try to argue with you or refute anything that you just said. I literally have the same top uh, talking points as Chris Broussard, and you don't call his ass a clown. So I why do. Is it, why, why, why is it <laughs> I no, do call him a 
clown. Well, you could not call him a clown. I, oh. I built a good portion of my empire doing that. The exact thing. You guys are two of my best friends in the absolute world. I love you both. We don't kiss each other's fannies on this show. I, no. It extended oh, to this show. Yeah, 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 Pony, they play it to me all the time. <laughs> I blame you. I blame you. That's hey, our Nick, favorite way to uh, promote. Hey, Nick, are you going to watch yeah. the live uh, webcast of the score Super Bowl preview? You going to watch that with me? That's a yeah, big deal. What is that? What do I do? What are you talking about? Oh, you mean the Sunday show at noon? So you're yeah. talking about fun? Yeah. All seven yeah. of us are, uh, all seven hosts are doing a show noon to three, Nick. You can lock in. And then Sunday night. Oh, we'll- I'm in. I'm going to, I'll second screen that because I'm going to be watching Caitlin Clark on Fox. The most exciting player in basketball, men's or women's. Watch that. Watch that. I don't need any of the actual real pregame. That's perfect. And then the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to blow out the Niners. They're going to have the greatest five-year run in the history of the NFL. Look it up. Five seasons, three titles, one loss in the Super Bowl, one loss in the conference championship game overtime, and one more regular season victory than New England when they did something very similar. And it's just, I mean, it's just dynasty. And then I'm in Kansas City for the parade. I just can't wait. And Pony, I, in all sincerity, you guys are doing a great job on the pod and your show's great. And I love you. I know you think I'm always picking on you, but it's just because, you know, you're the real talent of first and pod. There so we I go. expect more from you. <laughs> See you boys. Talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. That's Nick Wright and Andrew Filipponi. Andrew Filipponi out in Pittsburgh. First and pod. Nick Wright. First things first. That's a fine ombudsman that you guys have. Yeah. For that show. Yeah. He's he, he, know, he knows his stuff. Um, we have uh, a Super Bowl to talk about and how we're actually going to consume this game. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. The woo people are out. Thanks for playing some mood thing. That made me feel good. Chilling with my man, Rusty Ghost is a beast. Afternoons on the score. We respect hey. Wu-Tang Clan. What do you make of Taylor Swift's capture on the uh, on the culture? It seems like she has taken uh, over football in a way that makes a lot of people happy and some people uncomfortable. Don't say nothing bad about Taylor Swift, period. Yep. That's a, a lot of tickets. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no way could ever do a halftime yeah. show, correct? Oh, us? At halftime? <laughs> you would have to put us with somebody else. I would love it if they can just, you know, pay homage to some of the guys that never really got to that point and let us all go up there and just rock the halftime show. It'd be something you guys have never seen before. That is Wu-Tang Clan with the Levitard show at Stadium Swim in Vegas ahead of the Super Bowl. That's a sentence that you just had to put all together. Correct. And I think that might be like the thing Chris Tannehill has looked forward to listening to and pulling cuts from (laughs) of the entire week. Maybe longer. (laughs) I can listen to the Wu-Tang Clan on a sports show. Let's go. With one step further, Taylor Swift anti-hero underneath it. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are having a tour de force. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. They're having a very, very, very strong day. Yeah. They're going to hold this over our heads for a long time. They they should. We would have been Tanny. We would have been number one if Danny and Speaks didn't hold us back. (laughs) Can you believe that? Some people did say that. Yeah. 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 Jason Barrett said it to me directly. Shane, if you could have just quelled my enthusiasm yeah. for all the guests and the celebrity thing, because all I was like, yeah, Woo! yeah, hello. If Danny right. would have stopped talking about Caleb Williams for one minute this year. Yeah. 
We could be number one. If I hadn't gone back to the non-roster invitee list. Seriously, dude, what the hell yeah, was that? Yeah, that yeah, might yeah, be yeah, my yeah. fault by putting on Danny Mendick, but still. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> Danny it's healthy, Mendick. though. Yeah, I know. It's healthy. It's, it's an healthy. adult Danny. Yeah. You love those. I love adult Dannys. My guy, Maga Mendick. <laughs> my favorite whoa, Danny Mendick. Whoa, whoa. Oh, my favorite Danny Mendick memory is uh, when I was talking to him in the White Sox clubhouse and Dan McNeil walked over and thought it was Nick Madrigal. Yeah, that's a good moment. <laughs> that, was good. The, that was the best. That's a good moment. And he starts asking him questions. I'm like, oh, boy, this is not Nick Madrigal. Uh-huh. But it's okay. You know. Yeah. So they resembled each other. We didn't get to ask Nick Wright about turning up the volume on his TV when Bomani Jones was over watching the AFC championship game because mm-hmm. he's crazy when he's watching Chiefs games. Because Pony came in and then it just got insane. I think I'm going to be watching this game at home because we've got the pod as soon as the game ends. So watching it out is tricky. Yeah. Obviously could have people over to the house, but with the kids, like other people bring their kids over, it just gets more and more chaotic as opposed to like kids go to bed kind of early. Got to focus on this one, man. I know. I know. And so I, I think it's going to just be, and we invited my mom, but she's actually going to Kansas City to watch it with her dad. Uh, so I, I think it's going to just be us, mm. which is. That's okay. I, it's fine. I honestly, it's fine. It, it's the, it's the ability to focus on the game the most and have the least amount of chaos when you've got a four-year-old and an almost two-year-old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if we do the Super Bowl party with all the friends and they've got all the kids, you can have 10, 15 kids in the house. Mm-hmm. Or like if all the guys get together and then foist the. You know that that's not fair. So it's th- this is probably what's going to happen. I'm uh, I'm going to be at the in laws, um, the in laws' house. Uh, my sister in law and my and my brother in law out there in the burbs. You 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 know about the house, Danny. It's where Russ Armstrong put great windows. I've on. heard about it. I've heard uh, about it. <laughs> yeah. So and it's a terrific place. He just got. I, I think he just got. I believe it's a 92 inch flat screen TV. That's pretty for, big for the basement. That's unnecessary. I. I agree, but it is impressive. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we could just move the chair closer. Now, uh, 92. So anyway, it's enormous and it's absurd, and yeah. I'll, I'll be hanging out. But I don't I, – I, it's, about, it's about pacing. you got to pace yourself with food and pace yourself with any beverages or anything like that because you can't, you can't peak too early and find yourself fighting off a freaking nap. And it's a long day. It is a long day. We're on the air noon to three. Then the game starts at what? Five thirty. Yep. Halftime's extended. Yeah, twenty-five minute halftime instead of twelve. Yeah, you could find yourself in the third quarter thinking it's time for a golf nap or a spring training baseball nap, but it's the Super Bowl, <laughs> so you don't want to do that. What about you guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Grudon, you say it. <laughs> Bar party. I'm small doing party. Group? Yeah, I'm okay. going to do party. I think it's a small group party. I think it might be like eight or nine people, okay. potluck kind of thing. Yeah, I'm going to make some focaccia, like a flatbread focaccia. I think. Nice. Some prosciutto. You're all about the bread these days. Yeah, how about that, dude? Yeah, yeah, you're Johnny Bread guy. Yeah, Johnny Bread guy. Johnny Bread guy. <laughs> Voiced yeah. in the carbs on, on speed. Where's the carbs on everybody? What about you, Tanny? Well, with apologies to Mike Francesa. If you watch the Super Bowl alone, you have to reassess your life. Something's not right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's definitely accurate on both of those things. I need to reassess, and something is definitely not right. But it's just easier. The wife, I think, is going to the neighbors, neighbors with my daughter, and they're having a big thing over there. I tried that last year, and it's just it's too difficult uh, for purposes of this show. It's, we have one thing to talk about on the show on Monday. I got to be able to take notes and sometimes even you know record live on the game. You know, so. 
it's uh, I'll watch it alone, which is fine by me. You know, <laughs> I can use a little alone time, so it'll be all good there. But uh, it makes my life too difficult if I'm over at a party all day on Sunday and then I have to come in and then one o'clock. Do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have that? Wait, yeah, why right, can't right, right. you just take notes at the party? Has anyone ever done that at a Super Bowl party? Have you ever taken <laughs> well, notes one of the goats. at a Super Bowl we party? Have one That's of the goats. me, baby. Yeah, there he is. Oh, he's right there. Oh, there he is. That's my gig. He's right there. I'm the guy taking notes. Go to Super Bowl party, bringing notebooks. I've always been that guy. I, I, you gotta, man. That's that's our job. We're in the knowledge acquisition business. It's why I'm no fun at the football related parties. I mean, they gave you so much crap about that then, but now, like, you could just do it in your phone. No one would notice, uh-huh. but it's because you had to bring uh, a legal pad. Yes. To the party. <laughs> but the problem, you know, the the very small problem with that is Spiegs' notes were about people and things that were said at the party and not about the game. Oh, I mean, from what I heard. <laughs> is this the college football championship game it night? Is. He knew the game. And yeah. I've never been invited back. <laughs> I don't think that group of people have seen each other since. <laughs> Taking notes on a criminal conspiracy? Oh, well, God. Yeah, it, it, it happens. But, you know, there's no breaks, man. No, it's all content. Mm-hmm. It's all content. These are first world problems. You want to play this clip. You've been holding this clip on on a football X Factor. Yeah, I think I think we should play it. it we'll, okay. we'll get to it in a... Uh, in, in, in a in a polls position as well because we'll be talking about the position. But this is this is maybe the greatest player in the game. All right. Your your guy Nick just called him a goat, and you know here's a little bit of why. We'll hear about it when we come back. Parkinson speak on the score. We are Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. We're live from Chicago, talking Chicago sports. Listen on your radio, your laptop, your mobile device through the. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. Shout out to Jerry Rice, baby. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and believe it, <laughs> you gotta fight for your rights. Super man, you corny. Been talking about it all week. It's finally here on Sunday. Big game coverage on the score, presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, mm-hmm. solostove.com. Don't need it today. It's a wonderful product, but my goodness, today has been, what, 55 degrees, 60 degrees at times? Yeah, it's beautiful, but it'll get back into that situation. And like Tanny said, it's great in the fall, yeah. too. So that, I, at night. I'd like it tonight, actually. Yeah, you exactly. Also, the spring. <laughs> there you go. It's coming. Yeah. You know what? Winter, too. I use it at Christmas. You know? <laughs> there you so go. So what are you going to do? All seasons. Year-round. Mm. And it's the other good. thing Tanny said, global warming doesn't exist. I think today <laughs> I, shows you it probably does. Mm-hmm. Tanny said that on the show multiple times. Yeah. Did not say that. Okay. <laughs> today, maybe. Putting words in his mouth. Famously. There. So yeah. I've been holding on to this very excited um, about this. Oh, we're out of time. That's too bad. I have this Luke Keekley tape on a uh, th- uh, thing, but he didn't. He didn't even get back to you because he was going to do the picks, right, Shane? Yeah. He yeah. blew you off? Yes. That's not cool. All we right. do not care about Luke Keekley. Screw Luke Keekley. Get another head injury, dork. Oh, that's oh, too funny. Why? That's we, not even. You know, we're number two, man. It's actually important. God, no, it's don't, terrible. Don't say that. It should yeah. actually rein him in. Tyler Farringall back there, the part, the part-time producer, Set told me to loud. say it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's, he pushes that. If you agenda. heard that, Mitch, he also talked crap about uh, other people down the dial. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, if you missed anything on this show, stop whatever your plans are and just go back and listen to everything on this show. Yeah, the show was good today. We had over fifty celebrities and friends of the show call in in the three o'clock hour back to back to surprise us and make Super Bowl picks. Incredible. 
then Tanny did his goat audio work for both Mongo McMichael and Devin Hester. Yeah, the Mongo one especially just, it, 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 got, it got me. It got a lot of us. Really powerful, wonderful stuff. And then Devin Hester called in. Shane oh, yeah. got Devin Hester on the phone. That's a good guy to talk to on Devin Hester Hall of Fame Day. And then Nick Wright came on, and then Andrew Filipponi came on, and then they started yelling at each other, yep. and it was it was chaos, but it was great. And I revealed some of the uh, names I'm most excited about on the Cubs non-roster invitee list for spring training. I would skip that on the Odyssey Rewind. Can't. Uh, yeah. I did it so much, you won't be able to <laughs> skip it. It's true. It's true. Thank you to Conor O'Donnell, Kevin Lafka, Twitch chat, video stream. Thank you, sir. Thanks again to our friends at Rinaldi's for National Pizza Day. We very much appreciate them. Shane Reardon, excellent work today, sir. You killed it. He is our executive producer. Chris Tannehill, as always, making us sound better than we are each and every day. I see Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody in the hallway. That's hot stuff. Stay tuned for them. For Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkins and Spiegel. This is The Score. Hi, you've reached Boom Shambi, TV voice of the Chicago Cubs. And I do not care who wins the Super Bowl. I mean, don't care. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.